livid, just absolutely pissed because they all felt he was just dogging it and, and full of shit. And then to go out and then to go out there and throw in, the, I lost my smile comment, which just baffled everyone. You know, I, I'm not going to pretend to get in the Shawn Michaels head, but, uh, do I believe his knee was hurt? Sure. His knee was hurt. Do I believe that he could have gone out and had a match with Sid? Absolutely. Yo, this is Conan. You're listening to World of Wrestling Podcast with Tax and Rich. Boom. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the World of Wrestling Podcast. My name is Rich, and as always, I'm joined by my good buddy, Tax Williams. Been a while. Stuff's been happening in wrestling, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, like so much stuff, but I don't know where to start. (laughs) Well, um... John Cena came back on Raw last night, and we had yeah. AEW wrestlers in videos on Raw. The forbidden doors open, tax. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a lovely New Japan show, yeah, which was from bell to bell, probably one of the best wrestling cards I've watched in a very long time. It's right up there, yeah. Really enjoyed it. Even the Tony Storm match. I know it's on the last podcast. I wasn't overly into Tony Storm and uh, Thunder Rosa, but that match was good. Like Tony Storm's hip attack, she was like. I am not leaving anything on the table for this. Sure, yeah. Absolutely hammered her. Like, even... like I, I messaged you yesterday because I was watching it late in the day because uh, my daughter's school was closed yesterday, so I knew I had a full day of parenting. But Minoru Suzuki's entrance, and when that Chicago fan, the Chicago crowd just chanted, I was like, yeah! yeah. And uh, Alex Gilbert from UKPW, because he's a huge New Japan fan, and a huge AW fan was in the crowd like six rows back. Oh right. So no way. he went all the way there to Chicago to watch it. You said Alex Gilbert, right? Yeah. Uh went to university with, was in the year below me, once stopped me in the corridor because I was wearing an FWA shirt. Went, oh really? Nice shirt, mate. <laughs> Only interaction I've ever had with him. No, he was a um hmm, a, a young man wrestler before he had a promotion. I think it's a nice way to He was it. a dollar yeah. bill. <laughs> dollar bill was his working name. Still sure, is his working sure, name. Sure. But so I know of the guy. Yeah. yeah. And obviously I know the promotion because Matt's worked there and stuff. Yeah. Mm. And uh, so we've got that. Um, Stephanie's hiatus from the business changed a little bit. She's the CEO tax. Of course she is. She, wink, wink. Like nudge, nudge. And what it's been really nice for a nice race report. You know who we haven't seen on TV for a long time? Vince McMahon. Mm. It was really great to see Vince back on TV, reminding us that it's then, now, together, yeah. sign the NDA, it'll stay inside forever. Yeah, fucking hell. Being either the lies or his cock. Yeah, man. And poor Linda, with her stupid, stupid political views. <laughs> I mean, what a shocker. Vince McMahon's a giant cunt. We've only been saying it for the last four years. <laughs> Although, <laughs> I, will, I will say this, you know, and everyone's like, oh, poor Linda. Look at her political viewpoints. Yeah, sure, poor Linda. Exactly. Yeah, um, Kane should never be allowed Twitter. Fuck no, me, definitely. Not. So ruin that. Basically, wrestlers when they're actually themselves shouldn't because they ruin the illusion. Like the Undertaker, mm. a lot of viewpoints changed of him. Um, Kane, well, his his name's Mud. Hogan. It almost makes him look like he's all right out of the three. Yeah. Hey guys, don't <laughs> don't say bad things. Cameras are everywhere. Sure, sure. Yeah. Hey, Bubba, can I bang your the, wife? No, the, the thing is, you can say bad things, just not when the camera's around. <laughs> exactly. And hey, I'm sure Vince could do anyone and sign an NDA because no cameras in that limo. It's fine. Exactly. Right? Terry Fuck Belair it. went, Vince, brother, you know what you need to do. Make, turn off that security camera near that giant dinosaur head in your office. Yeah, fucking A. But uh, so that, yeah, it's been quite um, quite the time in the old professional wrestling. Sure. Vince Russo's proving to be an absolute prick because Tony Khan hugs Cesaro. I'm. 
don't know about oh, this. At the, at the presser afterwards. I saw the photo of him yeah. hugging Cesaro. And I thought that was sweet. Yeah, to an extent. Yeah, it's a bit cringe, but yes, it's it's fine. He saved Ring of Honor and he's brought Claudio back <laughs> to be their champion. He can almost do no wrong at this point, even if his booking's been a bit wafty the last six months. I mean, his booking's a bit wafty. He's been like, so when can I have a carder? When can I have a carder? Five days before the pay-per-view. Yeah. Absolute assholes. Just, just, just have him turn up at the pay-per-view, right? Yeah. No, have him turn up in jeans and a t-shirt, look like Jay White with bleach hair. Strange, yeah. But yeah, so it's... um. It's been quite good, but you he's, know what? He's really fucking good, by the way. Okada. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, you see him in that four-way and you're like, this boy sells and like no one else. He's so good. And it always remi- surprised me. I always forget how big Okada is yeah. in comparison to the, uh, you know, the uh, non-airport people. <laughs> airport? Well, you walk through an airport, you'd look at, All right, you'd look okay. at Jay White and you might go, Maybe in a band. <laughs> sure. Right. Adam, Adam Cole, you but might go. Big Show, Kane. Yeah, yeah. sure, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas a car, you're a bit like, this guy looks like he's in a Mad Capsules. <laughs> yeah, fucking A. And genuinely, like, looking back at like, early Mad Capsules videos, I'm like, one of these lads, definitely with that hair. The hair looks yeah. like a carder. He looks super, like, like a pop star. Like, I guess that's yeah. the simplest way to put it. Yeah, like a, yeah. Like a J-pop. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, yeah. Like, he's gorgeous. Like he's a handsome a boy, beautiful man. You know, I think there's just so many benefits about him. But it's like, it's got that perfect thing whereby, like, I know I can just go on about Carter all night. There's someone just going, oh, "Fucking rich," just talks about Carter all the time. I do. He's fucking amazing. Um, like he he has everything about him. Yeah, he gets wrestling like so so much. Just like bruh <laughs> Yes. Yes. What a fucking segue. So uh yeah, just to throw it out there, uh, my hay fever is an absolute shit bag tonight, so excuse the sniffling during the bod. I'll try to keep it to a minimum. Uh before we get into this Bret Hart versus Sean stuff, happy podiversary. Happy podiversary. We are four years old a few days ago. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Four years going strong. I haven't kept up anything for four years apart from my daughter. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> She's still alive, still ticking along. It's incredible. I mean, mm. if you think the, the volume of content that has been put out by this podcast, um, all I'm saying, one of the very big things of your employer do was originated in a music recording studio in Sandwich. It may have been. <laughs> sure. And I still think the greatest thing about the Super Quiz Cup is that nobody ever won it other than me. <laughs> <laughs> we could do another one at some point soon. Uh, I don't want to lose it. <laughs> I thought you did want to lose it. I, I, I mean, I, genu- I genuinely do. <laughs> I, but the worst thing is, though, like every time we did Super Quiz Cup, I, want, I didn't want to win until it got to the final round and I was in the lead. Sure. And that one where, uh, like, Mark Blake and Silas, where they had, like, a 20-point... And it got close. And it got close until the closer. one beforehand, and they yeah. fucked it. I love well booked that show, it. isn't it? <laughs> Unbelievable. Like, <laughs> Completely shoot, yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, getting the medals that first time. I enjoyed that. Awesome. They actually got within one point, didn't they? They got within one point, yeah. We won, me, me and uh, yeah. Van Wicked won Crazy. with one point. Yeah. Greatest tag team in and out of the ring. But, yeah, but, you know... So I had a whole plan set up for Super Quiz Cup. What would it be? Four, five? Would have been four. I think it's four because we had yeah. the WrestleMania three gimmick for the last one, yeah. didn't we? And the whole 
welcome to the silver dome <laughs> whatever um yeah no but i had a whole thing set up but then you know covid kind of came along and ruined that plan i kind of forgot about it if i'm honest and then your employer sort of took the great idea and oh, ran with it yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> so today we are doing wf raw from february 13th 1987 it's wf thursday raw thursday but before we get to Thursday, we've got a Monday and a Tuesday to cover. We've can got a can Monday you just night say trip. Thursday Raw Thursday for me, please. Thursday Raw Thursday. Thank you very much. Please continue. <laughs> so earlier in the week, we had a live WCW Nitro from the Jacksonville Coliseum in Jacksonville, I, I'm Florida. Convinced I have OCD or something. I needed you to say that before we continue. <laughs> That's why I'm happy to. I'm Thursday happy Raw to Thursday. Work. <laughs> please continue. So in Jacksonville, yeah. um, we open with the cruiserweight champion Dean Malenko defeating. The US champion, Eddie Guerrero, Ooh. by countout. I mean, it's not in, a bad opener, Malenka Guerrero. In a title versus title match that lasted four minutes and 57 seconds. That's a shame. Just so you know, I'm giving you the times because it's going to be important in one of these match results. Mm, I imagine. See, see if you can pick out what goes horribly wrong here. It's the thing with WCW where you'd be like, oh, they had all these great talents. Then you start to look at how long they actually wrestled each other for. And sometimes it's very regularly under five minutes. So it's, it's, Don't worry. We'll pay attention to time. There's because it's like uh, a Steiner match for like 20 minutes. Well, <laughs> uh, next match, Conan defeated Bobby Eaton in one minute, 22 seconds. Beautiful. <laughs> the Giant defeated Ron Powers in one minute, 47 seconds. seconds. Ron Powers. No, I checked through. I, he's no one popular. Okay. No one knows. Uh, the Steiner brothers defeated High Voltage, which was uh, Kenny Chaos and Robbie Rage. Isn't that your gimmick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Robbie Rage, who was Ruckus. Okay, nice. The Outsiders, Kevin Hall and Scott... Kevin Hall? <laughs> yeah, Kevin Hall and Scott Nash. I mean, you combine the names, but yeah. Uh, fake, fake Diesel, uh, Scott Nash. Sure. Uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall with six, defeated The Extreme, which was Ace Darling and Devon Storm, to retain the WCW Tag Team titles in one minute, 27 seconds. Cool. That's one minute, Jesus. TV champion... William Regal, Lord oh. Stephen Regal, versus Rey Mysterio, ended in a time limit draw in 6 minutes and 56 seconds. <laughs> the facial expression. Well, that's the facial, same facial expression I made when I read this result. Yeah, a time limit draw in 6 minutes and 56 seconds. So, 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 so what's happened is they've gone, oh, it's a 10-minute time limit, and they've kayfabed the time? Yeah? Must be. It must be. Can't wait to go back and watch that. I'm going that to watch that later. 20-minute, 6-minute match. <laughs> but that's okay. So, in fairness, that was that is actually the longest match on the card, because afterwards we've got uh, Kevin Sullivan with Jackie and Jimmy Hart defeating uh, Maverick Wild in 2 minutes, 13 seconds. This card is weird <laughs> go on Hugh Morris defeated yeah. everyone's favourite party boy Alex Wright in 2 minutes 27 so at least get, we got out of the 2 minute mark it's getting weirder our main event so so far the longest I've told you what the longest match was it's a time sure. limit draw at 6 minutes and 56 minutes, seconds time limit draw yeah main event yeah. Benoit and uh, Steve McMichael what is what is this card with Deborah and woman <laughs> okay sure Yeah. obviously this is horseman territory yeah yeah, yeah defeated yeah. J E double F J A double R. Oh, they were tagging two. It's horsemen, yeah. So Jarrett and Chavo Guerrero Jr. <laughs> Worst WCW card ever. Four oh minutes and God. one second. That looks so terrible. The horsemen were victorious. How does a show with Guerrero and Malenko opening be that bad? 
<laughs> I like literally after I've done my meeting tonight to wind down, I'm gonna go and watch that episode. Of I, I want, maybe we should save that for a pod because that looks so bad. That looks fucking hilarious. <laughs> okay, how, we'll long, do- how long was the uh, nitro? Two hour nitro, right? Not Two hour three. nitro. Yep. So what? A total of uh, five, six, seven, eight, fifteen, <laughs> about half an hour, just under half an hour of actual wrestling. So ninety minutes. Let's let's be nice. So an hour of stuff yep <laughs> but there's a lot of nwo oh of course yeah there's gonna be you know yeah i bet there's like the bischoff time period oh must be where bischoff still wcw but teasing the turn and such because they had hall nash's tag uh hogan will be heavyweight champ and they've just bought in six we talked about yeah so they've already got big show they're probably in that feud yeah okay i remember this time period yeah you can see why there's no met wrestling because it's all storyline yeah Episode 199 of ECW Hardcore TV this week. Nice. Terry Funk defeats Tommy Rich. Okay. Yeah. Lovely. Awesome. Yep. Lance Storm defeats Balls Mahoney. ECW, ECW. Yeah. ECW Tag Team Championship. Eliminators defeated RVD and Sabu. Nice. Don't have the time. That was fucking awesome. I was going to say, I don't have the time for these, but these three matches, I'm pretty sure, had total ring time more than their main event well i can tell you the first match would be like about three or four minutes the second one would be about 10 and the main event would be half an hour because yeah. you know that tag there's they're gonna be half an hour at least because who was in the ring you know jeff Jarrett and chavo guerrero jr yeah. main eventing against the horseman fuck me maybe there was yeah. like basketball on on like another <laughs> channel and they're like right we, we put the outsiders on sure god it was awful so well 97 so the bulls are playing this is ah, legacy okay. period for the Bulls. So, so Pippen and Ewing. Uh, close. <laughs> <laughs> got one of them. It's got Pippen. There you go, yeah. The other one's, you know, quite a big name in basketball. Patrick Ewing was probably a few years like NBA 94, NBA Jam computer game stuff. Yeah, yeah not a Bulls player, but <laughs> it's okay. Do you not know the other big basketball name in, ni- in the 90s? Shaq. Mar- sh- and Jordan. He's, he's got a shoe brand. Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You did say it. Like, and, 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 and you've got the other people. Reggie Miller for the Pacers, because he had my surname. Well done. Yes, true. And uh, yeah. David Stoudemire, the tiny lad who played for the Raptors. That is a player, yes. <laughs> Congratulations. I understand sports. And then LeBron James and Kobe came along, and Dennis Rodman. Yeah, I mean, Rodman was 90s, but you know. He's also a wrestler, so he's also there. True, true, true. And then, then there's that um the chat the big Indian chap who's in uh, AEW. He was a basketball player, wasn't he? Sanam Singh, exactly. Yes. And also Yao Ming, mainly because when I was playing an NBA game on my Xbox, uh, the commentator on the build up said, "Who's Yao Daddy?" And I thought that was really funny. <laughs> That's great. Yao yeah, Ming was a hell of a player. There's a really, really infamous game. I promise we'll talk about wrestling soon. Where Yao Ming comes in as this gigantic Chinese fella that no one believes is He's like be seven foot four, wasn't yeah, he? Or like something like humongous, that. Yeah. right? And everyone's like, oh, he's just tall. He's going to be a typical thing. Out ball Shaq. Like, really? literally just like taking the piss, like dribbling around him, spinning around, dunking on Shaq. And Shaq's like, who's this giant guy that's killing me? This is like in Shaq's prime. Really? Yao Ming was a serious baller. And I bet, from that standpoint, how much money whichever franchise had him made out of China for having Yao Ming on their roster. Absolutely, man. Big time. Huge money. Houston Rockets player, I think he was at that point. Really? Okay. I'm not not big on that time period, but whatever, it's fine. Anyway, wrestling. So we're in the Lowell Memorial Auditorium in Lowell, Massachusetts, USA. Greatest state in the whole bloody country. Not that I'm biased or anything, being a Boston fan for everything. (laughs) This looks like the Manhattan Center. 
it's a beautiful old looking venue. Yeah. And I looked up the capacity. What is it? 2,800 people. Tiny for the spirit of Raw. Comparison to like uh, what we had for Raw Rumble Raw last week. Yeah. With like thousands and tens of thousands of people there. Yeah. Considering what's on this show. Yeah. Weird venue to choose to do it. This tiny little kind of boxed crowd. Yeah, but this would have been this this would have been just for their television because I assume sure. at this time as well, isn't this the sort of time WWE show where even at the moment on the USA network is like it's preempted for like the dog show. There's always Ooh, this big thing like Vince McMahon be. hates the dog show. Sure. Obviously it preempts them on Took the USA. Time slot and stuff, yeah. Didn't yeah. They? yeah. So I wonder if that's why they're on Thursday. But obviously yeah. when I when what happens on this episode happens, I don't think it was a case of they went we really need to plan this out. It's a case of, nope, I'm not doing it. Oh, shit, we need to do this on the later show. <laughs> I don't know why they don't do it in New York or something, because I feel like that's their home crowd. Boston's, like, kind of their home crowd, because it's the still East Coast, yeah. it's still the Northeast. But this Boston crowd uh, are less than friendly to Sean. I mean, I can't imagine New York <laughs> would have been any happier to Sean, to be honest, based on his uh, very positive reaction he's getting despite video packages to... Yeah, disagree maybe so i think boston's a bit more hardcore working class we yeah. fucking hate everyone else new york's a bit more accepting you know <laughs> but i mean who cares that's why i love them it's like being an arsenal fan it's like we have players and fans from all around the world and stuff and it's like a big global thing boston's the opposite boston's like fuck everyone there's only us you know and i love them for we've it. got the celtics the red shoes yes the red Their shoes are red <laughs> There's a Native American joke there, but I can't think of what it is. So. <laughs> I'm going to move on. This is dangerous ground. Do you know the American football team that plays in Massachusetts, let's say? Uh, oh, hang on. No. Brady's team in the past? Big one, won everything. Patriots. Patriots? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. New England Patriots. Yeah, technically New England, Massachusetts, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so uh, this was taped technically, but then broadcast. Uh, so th- uh, it was apparently uh, broad- taped and broadcast on the same day are the words I'm trying to say. So I imagine it was filmed a little bit earlier, a little bit of tape delay just to yeah. get them on telly because it's Thursday, weird, forced yeah. to move, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, 13th of May, 1997 on the USA Network. Did a TV rating of 2.3, whatever the fuck that means. More than Raw today, probably. Who knows? I assume as much. Uh, commentary is the same trio we've had for the last few weeks. Thank God, Vincent Mann, Jim Ross, and Jerry Lawler. Very and quickly. Also... Kevin Kelly on commentary this oh, week. Oh, my God. Sorry, I know we will do this. What a treat. Like, what an absolute delightful It's the treat. future. Yeah. Genuinely, if I was Tony Khan, I'd be like, right, this is the audition for the three for the future. 100%. When JR drops out, you have to bring Kevin Kelly in. Yeah. They're so perfect. Exactly. And if they ever put effort into Rampage... Yeah, that's the where lead you, guy on Rampage. Yeah, yeah, sure. Have it, have it, have it there. But it was a brave call. I say brave call. I think it was an interesting call to have Taz. Was Shivani just not up on the product? Do you think, and that's why they bought Taz in to do it? I don't know. I think I think if they were gonna gonna take out one to bring in Kevin Kelly, I think they probably looked at it and went, right? Do we take out Shivani? Do we take out Jr. Or we've got Excalibur. I think. They probably, Tony Khan's going, look, I know I need to take out JR, but I don't want to make him feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> so if we just take out him and Shivoni and we bring in Taz, at least it's just like, you know, oh, it's just a different presentation, JR. Don't worry about it, you know? Yeah. And it, genuinely, like, for, I think that what, what really helped the show. Because yeah. having the different voices, 
And it's a thing that they say a lot I will about. say uh, that and the Chicago crowd combined. Yeah. Like, they're such a generous crowd. They were there the whole time. No matter how tired they were, they were up there for every single moment, every single match. Yeah. No matter how botched that Adam Cole finish was, they were still up for the main event, you know? Really weird team. finish. But yeah. yeah, but yeah, we won't get into that. But yeah, Kevin Kelly on commentary, it was... Even his excitement of FTR winning the belts, and now I and now I get to call more action. And then the other lad from the room went, and so do I. And I imagine like Taz sitting there going, "Shut up, mate." Yeah, Caprice Coleman needs to do one. Like, yeah, entirely. We do not need him on commentary at all. Um, but Kevin Kelly, the thing I was so am- amused by and so entertained by with Kevin Kelly was not just the the skill, not the 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 knowledge, whatever it would be. Is every time they cut to him, he looks so comfortable. Yeah. Like he looked like he was meant to be there. And that's 100%. such a difficult thing to achieve. I also I think from his standpoint, if he's been allowed to travel for like the last two years, the only reaction in wrestling he's heard is this. Sure. Yeah. And I, that's I think I think it really showed with Shingo. Because as soon as the crowd started doing stuff, Shingo was like, ah, yeah. I remember this. When the crowd popped for the four-way, yeah. you see Okada's reaction, just like oh yeah come with me like, even jay white yeah sure. she was like see i'm <laughs> i yeah, like jay yeah, white's whole them. thing of like sold out the garden now i sold out the united center i was like ah you're a prick <laughs> i love it he's a good worker man yeah. i wouldn't have taken i wouldn't have taken the belt off my card of the week before the show but you know if you're gonna put it on someone i approve of jay white I well he's very good you know, promo sucks but everything else he's very very good Gato's not stupid i'm gonna be on a big us pay-per-view i'm gonna be yeah. seeing with jay white with the champion absolutely <laughs> please give Gato the mic <laughs> like well, JY does not need to talk just no. give it to Gato let him scream abusive words in English and, you know just like that's what he needs as a manager but um, but as you, I think you said before like one of WWE's biggest missteps leading into this period because obviously in the next few years we're going to get Kevin Kelly beyond there so obviously you've got the Hopefully. Kevin Kelly you've got Michael Cole you've got Coach coming as the three who are going to start transitioning through these times mm-hmm. I mean Cole's good isn't he <laughs> Shall we move on? It's fucking nice. Uh-huh. So commentary, as I said, by Vincent Mann, J- J- Jim Ross, and Jerry Lawler. They're also joined by a certain honky-tonk man at some point this evening. I can tell you what this is. Go on. So honky-tonk man comes out because he's trying to find a new protege. Mm-hmm. He comes out during the IC title match. In the future, he doesn't go with either of these guys. This is the birth of Rockabilly. Ah, cool. Okay. Will that be on this timeline? It should be. I should be, yeah. Yeah, we're going long enough that I think it would pop up. So hopefully Good to see there. Daddy Ass. <laughs> Scissor me, Daddy Ass. <laughs> it's good shit. Uh, blood for the Blood God entrance. Wolfric be praised. Uh, the, revolu- <laughs> the revolutionary sports and uh, So what do you think about the two- 2.0 gimmick where they do that? In the Canadian For 13 accents. weeks. Yeah. In entertainment. <laughs> Pops me every time. I enjoy it. But they've stopped giving the numbers now. Okay. Still doing the weeks now. But I like it. Trying to keep track of them as much because, as possible. Because, again, they're sports entertainment. Sure. So, going back to this time, when it was transitioning from sports entertainment, I love the fact they've gone this going, Oh, Sammy, you're going to have to be a fucking heel now. <laughs> Everyone hates you because you've got a pretty girlfriend. Well, yeah. Also, the way they present themselves, I guess. <laughs> It's a bit excessive, you know. And 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 take Conte is starting to play into the heel manager role a bit better now. Like some of the reactions, like, my favorite one was like shouting at Suzuki, going faster, faster. And Suzuki was like, "Bye bye, bye bye." Good stuff, man. Like I think they're a good heel little shtick. Oh, know? definitely. Yeah. yeah. 
it's good fun uh so uh, i think we'll just play vince's intro here because he talks about the whole sean thing so here we go tonight the world wrestling federation title will be declared vacant thus this sunday's final four winner will become the new world wrestling federation champion tonight live Shawn michaels will forfeit the world wrestling federation championship the belts will be declared vacant tax vacant belt why hang on why can't we have an interim champion (laughs) because i don't know the shit (laughs) i mean this was i take that back i don't hate the idea of an interim champion but yeah go on this opener the video package to identify why the belts were being dropped what the belt was being dropped if I was watching this, again, I'd be like, I have to watch. Like, the positioning of yeah. this video package, and again, broken record time, their production team and their video team and their editing team, even at this time, like, outstanding. Because I just sure. wanted to watch. Yeah. Genuinely. I was willing to sit through at Farouk of how many cues, <laughs> Farouk and on, and how many we go through. Farouk and on. <laughs> Ah, that's great. Ah, that's really funny. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so many jokes right now. Okay, cool. But I'm willing to sit through everything to get there. <laughs> God, can I freak it off? It's because he's the nation of domination, yeah, yeah, guys. Exactly. That makes it even funnier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay, cool. Oh. <laughs> Is that it? Do we need to have a break? I've, I've just got like, Trump White House jokes running through my head and I'm like, I can't say any of them, I don't think. Definitely <laughs> not. So go ahead, please continue. But yeah, beautiful explaining with the yeah. sadness, like just the tone of Vince's voice for this promos we've just heard. Sure. If we've remembered to put it in. Uh, I will, it'll be fine. Yeah. I've, I've only forgotten one recently, I think. <laughs> it was funny. So yeah, I listened it back and was like, oh yeah, I've got that bit. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it set the scene of seriousness, of like sure. genuine, like, oh fuck this is really bad news we really didn't want to have this to happen yeah you were actually again in the realms where there wasn't like where they're breaking the fourth wall for the first time it's like you know we're gonna have to injury we're gonna have to drop it he's gonna have to walk away and it's like oh wow there's an, there's a hint of realism mm. has the attitude error just started well no it's we're already in it yeah definitely, definitely. i agree with that most people wouldn't but like they're fucking idiots don't watch this time period they think so. 2014 is the best period of wrestling <laughs> Yep, they do. <laughs> so, um, so this the, basically in the video package they announced that this Sunday the final four winner will be the new WF World Heavyweight Champion. Live tonight, Shawn Michaels will vacate his bowels. And well, yeah, that'd be funny when he walks in and be like, "I'm, I'm just old." <laughs> ah! Be a different story altogether. My back. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's um at this point it's very serious, very somber, yep. very. This is a moment in history. You might never be seeing Sean again, especially this controversial figure that's kind of been babyface but booed, and then tried to like become some sort of tweenery type character that's not really worked. And but we all know how good he is, and he was so over in San Antonio, and has been the champion, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's 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 a lot of very headline worthy stuff all coming to a climax and such, and it's such an important moment on this show that obviously it's one we had to cover and. Oh. And I think, and again, I should have looked at this, but I'm sorry. Again, tweet us at World of Rest Pod if I'm wrong. I think this is the first time an 
injury had led to the the top the big belt being dropped because the last time mm. it was stripped was when it was the wrestlemania 5 for the title chase okay. i don't think anyone has been stripped or dropped the belt before that because obviously this was the whole andre winning giving it to million dollar man it's then the tournament sure. which savage then won yeah but looking back through it i'm trying to think i can't, I can't think, of think of anyone else where... who's who's dropped the belt nor where they've like vacated it like this on tv either it's no. usually they've worked through it dropped it something yeah like that, they, they've know? had it they've they've had it or they've had a, a schmoz finish sure but never a case of our top champion cannot compete and therefore we're taking the belt off him okay so just before we start to get into this thursday well thursday um <laughs> so the story goes Brett put Sean over WrestleMania 12. Yep. Sean's a little bitch. <laughs> Brett gets angry about it. Vince is going all year long. Right, in your promo, you mentioned Sean. In your promo, you mentioned Brett. We're booking you against Austin. We'll have Sean come out. When we're booking you against Sid, we'll have Brett come out. Brett and Sean are face-to-face 90% of the time through this time period, yep. right? Every single week, there's been someone coming out, and it ends up Brett and Sean con- confronting each other at some point. So we're leading to Brett versus Sean at WrestleMania 13. And Sean goes, nah. <laughs> so... I mean, we'll get to the moment later on, but just to get your idea at this point, going into the show, I guess the best way to put it, did you assume he was faking? Or did you assume that he legitimately thinks he's not going to be able to wrestle anymore? I remember at the time uh, watching this, again, certain scenes like play back, and obviously this is something that's famous. We've watched it again and again and again over time because it's in every single video clip of I've lost my... When it gets to that bit in the speech, it's like... It's already in your memory bank. You know it word for word. Yeah, Because exactly. you've seen it so many times as a wrestling fan. And at that young age, because obviously this was 97, so I'd probably been probably like 14, 14, 15 at this time. 11. So I would have been like, okay. I was not watching at this time. Yeah, period, and, so. and, and I wasn't, I obviously I knew it was fake. I, I obviously I didn't know, I had the background knowledge of how the biz was because you know, it was pre-internet. Sure. All this stuff. So you didn't know what was real, what was fake. So obviously at this time, I was very much oh no, that's a shitter. Yeah. But obviously, the uh, the first time watching it back with any clue of what's going on, yeah. it's like, you crafty shit. <laughs> <laughs> so every part of my understanding of this was, he's a lying piece of shit. Yeah. And probably got a little bit of a sore knee because, you know, wrestlers are always sore, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, he's just playing up because you don't want to put Brett over. That's what my assumption always was going Sean into Sean screwed Brett. Yeah, we'll see when we get to it, I guess. Yeah. Right, so uh, Thursday, Raw Thursday, custom intro highlight video. Like They've gone full custom on all this introduction video stuff. We even get Thursday, Raw Thursday graphics rather than normal. It's my favorite day of the week. Yeah, because Steve Austin loves Thursdays for some (laughs) fucking reason. Doesn't have to work usually. (laughs) He gets to watch like Hot Nikita or whatever the program is. (laughs) Absolutely. So um, WF Intercontinental Championship matchup first of Hunter Hearst Helmsley, the current champion, versus Rocky Maya Via. Yes, Triple H versus Rock in the opening match. What a great opener. Great opener. It's yeah. funny because like they're associated through their whole like careers. This I see then world title level. One or two of my favorite all-time matches is Rock versus Triple H. It's quite funny though. Like they've released a, a John Cena stat 
and the reason there's a reason why I mentioned this because obviously you associate okay. Rock with Triple H quite a lot through their career. Like, oh god, how many times have they wrestled? They didn't wrestle that much. They just had a lot of like DX yeah, Nation they, stuff they had going enough, on. You know? They had decent feuds, but never like the big matches. Yeah, it's like SummerSlam '98. That's about it. Yeah, you know, Cena. The B- BT Sport released like a big thing of like, oh, he's had this many matches, and here's his mo- his top opponents. And the top three opponents he had was Orton, Big Show, and Edge. Right. John Cena, I think, has wrestled like, wrestled like a, I think it was two thousand two hundred sixty one WWE matches. How many of those were against Randy Orton? Uh, how many? Two thousand. Two thousand two hundred sixty one. Against? Wow. Okay. Well, I can already think of like ten pay per views. And you think about all the wars. Does it include like tags and stuff? I assume so, yeah. Oh, God. That's like most of 2014. Um, probably most of 2013 and 2015 <laughs> as well. So every week, like how many years? How many weeks in a year? 30? 52, Rich. 52. <laughs> I'm not very good at this. <laughs> Shut up. Um, I'll go 300. Very close. He had, according to BT Sport, he had wrestled Randy Orton 261 matches. Jesus. That's too much. And, 100, <laughs> and 171 matches, I think, is, against the big show. Is this just televised? I assume so, yeah. What, what's the house show number underneath oh, that? You've got to imagine they're working each other every single fucking yeah. house show as well, if they're feuding. Because you just want to get comfortable, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they should be fucking comfortable by 300 matches. But Can you imagine? And that, that's Did thing. they ever have a two-star? probably not <laughs> hang on we, we, we saw it when they had both the, the, the championship inauguration ceremony when they hung both the belts in our, in our uh, Daniel dragon Bronson. dragon go and, uh, go and listen to it uh, our archives worldofwrestlingpodcast.com please do but yeah but this match Triple H and Rocky I, I, these guys I don't think have ever had a bad match yeah even I, I, now at this stage of Rocky's career Triple H is such a fucking good worker at this point in his career even like I know yeah. he still is good right what a great main event wrestler like WWE star wrestler but to have this young Rocky who's just starting to understand how this business works yeah. it seems from what we saw a few weeks ago to where he is now is a huge progression much more aggressive much more there in the pocket you know what I mean yeah. like comfortable working uh, having Triple H guide him through this like like how um uh like uh like billy osprey and orange cassidy were doing it this weekend yeah where like it's like no 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 no, just 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 take your time take time one elbow wait 30 seconds one elbow it's just all it needs and like to get that momentum and to build and bring the crowd along with you triple h is one of the very best man really really good again as i said to you in my message he's such a good wrestler it's such a shame he's such a dog shit human being in real life yeah not triple h (laughs) one of the other lads sure who isn't orange cassidy the, I, I, not often I, I watch a match and I go oh, easy five stars it's great like, well, has I think Meltzer it's six it? I, don't, I don't think so yeah it takes him a couple of weeks usually yeah to catch like, up I, I think that might be one of the best matches I've ever seen like it's, it's recently biased etc etc and I think Will Ospreay has these sort of matches every single fucking week at this point yeah but oh, Casty he's just as good if not better at times but also you know Great Khan. What yeah. a fucking legend. Almost bought a Great O'Kan t-shirt the other day. <laughs> I fucking love him. You know what I realised? People shit all over me in MK <laughs> when I was like, I love the Great O'Kan. And then when we saw him at IPW, I was like, I love the Great O'Kan with the Mongolian chops. So there's a thing that we've talked about years ago, I think, where if you look at a silhouette of a wrestler, <laughs> can you tell who they are instantly? He's one of those guys that you're like, it's Great O'Kan. Like in a second, it's such a good gimmick. It yeah, works. I absolutely love it. Love it. But, um, Jeff Cobb is the like, 
every guy to play off as well. It works <laughs> so good. And I just love uh, Greta Khan's concept of every time I come to America, I'm going to get hoes. Fucking A. Cannot wait till we get all aboard the Greta Khan ho train. <laughs> <laughs> and for them to put over FTR like that? Yeah. Good people. Good lads. It didn't take the pinfall. It was rocky, wasn't it? That's oh, well, you, This is exactly what you said beforehand when we're playing FIFA. Um, you're like, oh, that's why Rapongi are in there. Yeah, of course. I literally had like a stand up, well, stand up conversation with Luke about it. He was like, oh, what's going to happen in the Fatal Four? I was like, it's, this card's too predictable and they've got too many multiplayer. And he was like, yeah, of course they were going to do that. And I'm like, yeah, it's New Japan, of course. But I literally I explained how all the matches were going to go one or the other. Nailed every single one of them. <laughs> New Japan is easy to predict. Mate, DraftKings, you should have been all over that. <laughs> <laughs> that I fucking hate that, by the way. Every two seconds, gambling kids it's awesome but it's fine just play one dollar get a hundred dollars free uh, it's not great. addictive it's not great just got the cigarettes and the alcohol as well i just go full <laughs> yeah. force fuck it so uh, at this point so triple h is making his entrance and vince notes that the butler is missing already Ooh. we've gone through a couple of butlers yeah. so far who was it mr hughes mr hughes is just completely doesn't say why or who, who he was he's just like ah the butler is missing Vince McMahon will put him in the nation next. Yeah. Triple H, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's white enough because they're in the rest of the members of both of these. It's like 60, 70% white people. PG-13, love yeah, the acclaimed. Man. So JR makes a nonce joke about Michael Jackson while sitting next to Vince McMahon and Jerry Lawler. <laughs> Gotta love him. Uh, commentators uh, got lots to put over. Basically, they're, they're, Triple H and Rocky are wrestling and they're just going, ah, oh, but Sean... Oh, sure. They're doing their classic storytelling spiel, aren't they, at this yeah. stage? There's very little focus on the match, and you can understand why. Usually I complain about it, but to be honest, there's so much to talk about. They're trying to set up this four-way match, which, um, yeah, I can't remember the name of. What is it? The final four? The, the final, I think it's like Fatal Four or Final Four? Yeah. We'll whatever. find out next week. I can never remember the name of that pay-per-view every time I live in your house. <laughs> yeah, the in-house, it's a four-way match. You know? Yeah, that's the one. We know wrestling, right? So Triple H, full heel. Rocky starting to show some aggro. Boston loves young Rocky. Yeah, surprising. I'm I'm from all the documentaries and stuff. I expected Rocky sucks. Yeah, but die you Rocky know, die, but just not at all. Triple H, elitist prick. Can't mm. imagine Boston that sort of a. Uh, I mean, unless I was in Boston, I'd gone. This is my kind of guy. <laughs> I love this guy. Look at him, yeah. wealthy son of a gun. Boston's not the most elitist town in the world, that's for sure. It's not Los Angeles. Uh, so, <laughs> Hi, Gareth Bale. Just digging it in. You know? <laughs> so a honky-tonk man arrives at ringside, and he's joining the lads on commentary. And he says... What's Seamus doing here? <laughs> oh, make myself laugh. This is great. Um, so, picture in picture, on the side is the match, and on the other side is Honky Tonk Man, who says, <laughs> Did you turn on subtitles for this one? <laughs> so, Triple H is dominating Rocky. Great heel stick. Really, really good. Uh, kids in the R way. Let's talk about it. So this crowd has <laughs> <laughs> uh, like banked seats. Like it's very small, but there's like four rows. And there's a gap directly opposite the hard cam in between the two. So you're missing the middle section. And so there's this aisleway directly opposite the hard cam that fills with kids. The beginning of matches, the end of matches, any Classic primos. wrestling stuff. 
Oh, that's so distracting as if you're watching this on TV. It's just constant movement. Yeah. It's like, especially like Rocky and Triple H are wrestling. So there are, for this time, chain wrestling, wrestling holds, etc. But you can't concentrate on it. Because you're keeping your eye on making sure Lawler's not in the crowd. <laughs> He's just a bit too close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. But all these, like, there's one guy sitting in the front row with a Boston kind of, like, uh, athletic jacket yep. type thing and a hat. He must be in his 50s, bearded, blonde, Irish as fuck, white as pale <laughs> as fuck. You're like, I love Boston so much. <laughs> Look at him. I'm half expecting him to go, fucking kids, and <laughs> just smack one, them out the one, way. One arm, you see them all fly out. Exactly. <laughs> But it's uh, this happens pretty much all night. Yeah. And it's immensely distracting. There's these kids flooding this little aisle every two seconds. They did it on the UK show we watched as well. Yeah, they did. And then it's like, um, yeah, can we just have security kill them? Fucking kids. Ruined <laughs> wrestling for everyone. Sure. Uh, so Triple H has Rocky beat, but Rock just keeps kicking out. Surprisingly so. Yeah. Well, you know, get the baby face shine up. Yeah, really, like massively so. Like he does like... A couple of there's a pile driver and like Rocky kicks out of it and stuff and does a few huge spots like that. It's near full finishes, which we're yeah. not used to in yeah. WWE. Absolutely. Because you know, let's be honest, what we've seen this weekend, near full, near full, near full, kick out finisher. Yeah. Whereas at this time period in WWE, this was unheard of unless you were the main event match, and even then you would not be kicking out finishers, you'd be kicking out signatures, not finishers. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like it's just enough. Yeah. Because uh, while in picture in picture, Triple H hits the R1 taunt <laughs> and Rocky cradles Triple H <laughs> for the one, two, three. <laughs> and new WF World, I'm um, sorry, Intercontinental Champion is Rocky Maivia. He's the IC champ tax. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, here comes the next thing of punishment for Triple H. Ah, uh, we think you're going to bring you back up, Triple H. And now, well, JR's given Rocky some food mm. and he's only got nine bucks in his wallet or seven bucks whatever is it seven bucks productions rocky's company sure named after how much money he had in his tequila <laughs> sorry. my god it really is like rocky's just living out entourage isn't he pretty much in yeah, the wrestling sure. world rather than the uh well i suppose movie world as well the excessive amount of cash he's got sitting in the bank like what else would you do with it you know i mean with interest rates going through the roof he's a wealthy boy <laughs> <laughs> my bitcoins were fucking nothing right genuinely now. yeah like yeah. when it, when i think i my bitcoin's gone up from about like 170 quid down to about 50 yeah i've got which quite a lot more invested in that than that <laughs> <laughs> which is funny based on my employees uh shareholdings where i think my shares are taking exactly the same hit sure yeah uh, i'm just taking of the approach of st- stocks only ever go up yes other than this period of six months where they've been absolutely plummeting and kicking our ass take any stock in the history of time that didn't go bankrupt okay we'll have to that caveat but they all go up if you wait long enough they go up look at wwe stock stocks only go up <laughs> well, correct. Stocks go up, but to crypto, it's it's a stock. It's the same thing. Uh, have you been? I'm to- very aware it isn't. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> you wait till you start learning about my John Terry NFTs. <laughs> Legitimately? No, God no. Oh, NFTs are fucking massive waste of money. What a con? Yeah, I don't. I don't get the. Uh, Hello, uh, you can pay ten thousand pounds, have a digital signature of something everyone can see. Yeah, it'd be like me going, "Hey, look at me with these uh, these sunflowers." Yeah, I just printed them. But it's all right. I've got an FT for them. So it's, it's oh, hang on. You've got sunflowers. Oh, fuck. That's my property. Been... You've got to have that. But that's not how an FT well, works. I spent three million on yeah, this exactly. uh, Kings of Leon album. 
that would be a shame <laughs> so doc hendrix runs out to interview rocky in the r way super duper baby face promo by rock it's fucking awful but like you know he's a face i did it for my family i did it for Rikishi. <laughs> yeah awesome work but yeah it was cringy stuff but it's his first he didn't have much mic time did he at this time so it's probably no. his first time in the live set it's still very very green yeah so let's not put the mic on him too soon no but that's what i'm saying he's gonna get it's, there, the, it's but... the first one that he's probably done yeah of of this magnitude plus you know he's following his daddy's footsteps he's won a belt he's probably actually quite emotional to then have doc hendrix come up and go doot 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 yeah in front of him and it's like all oh, right okay also wrestling a good what, 15 minutes against triple h and also he's probably up. really distracted by all those fucking kids <laughs> fucking hey, <man. laughs> i'm gonna cut my promo on <laughs> winning so uh the four-way winner take call in your house final four this sunday and pay-per-view this sunday pay-per-view sunday uh thursday, <laughs> sunday <Lord> pay-per-view <laughs> sunday <laughs> back from the ads I know you want me, dear, 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 Sonny, in what can only be described as a tea towel. Pointy tea towel. <laughs> a white pointy tea towel. It's very pointy. It is very Madonna. Mm. Lips for days. I mean, I was going to go for the Aloello. Obviously, it's the, uh, the fallen Madonna with the big boobies by Van Gogh. Oh, absolutely, sir. Very nice. Yeah. Very, very good. <laughs> I should say this only once. Um, so, uh, it's Sonny. Okay, in 1997, thankfully. AOL's biggest, <laughs> hottest Google, uh, AOL search search. Jesus. And 96, honey, you're like, well, yeah, she seems like a lovely, homegrown, lovely she, girl. How dare she outrank Gillian Anderson from the X-Files? 97, sonny. Mm. Might be understandable why she outranked Gillian Anderson. Yeah, from... 12-year-old Rich is like, oh, I remember these days. <laughs> <laughs> Still got life in the old boy, yeah. Fucking a. Before porn was widely available on the internet, I so mean, fuck me. Yeah, genuinely, what a woman. Yeah, well, well Shame played. Really, in it. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, just like Snooker, everyone's a murderer at heart. <laughs> Quote of the year. <laughs> just like Snooker, everyone's a murderer at heart. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. <laughs> but how do we move on from that sentence? Like, we've got a tag match that Sonny's guest ring announcing for. <laughs> There's this use of Sonny to bring her out to announce random fucking teams. They do this to 98, they do it in 99. They, by that time she's gone, but like, you know. Pretty sure she's uh, Aldo Montoya's personal oh, ring announcer. Oh, for fuck's sake. Is that actually a thing? Or is that just no idea. he happens to be in this match? Yeah, she happened to be in this match. Speaking of which, Adam Montoya. Just incredible. Bro. Has he ever been good? He was an ECW champion, wasn't he? Was yes. He? Has he ever been good? <laughs> what was his tag team in ECW? Uh, he was the Impact with Jason, Players. Impact Players, that was yeah. it. Because it was with was it Jason. No, Impact Players is um, Lance Storm and Jericho. And then he came in to replace, I want to say Jericho. Like for like. Is that right? <laughs> Oh, it's one of those things. And then he had the, the the tag with Lance Storm. I think it was just incredible. And he also tagged with um, Tommy Dreamer. Ah, uh, okay. And, and then in WWE, 
X Factor. I got everything I ever wanted. I'll never get that back. Oh, no, you hate X Factor. Yes, I do. I also fucking hate Uncle Cracker. Uncle Cracker. What a fucking prick. I'm going to make a joke then. I can't say. I need, like, sat here to attempt to do something. So, yeah, I can't say those words. Sunny takes a script out from her boobs. And the crowd gets 10% stickier than it was a moment ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in fairness, where else is she going to put it? She's got not any pockets. She's not got any pockets. Dresses have got to have pockets, man. Exactly. Someone is missing a trick in the fashion world. My wife always moans about not having pockets on dresses. It's a real thing. Exactly. My dresses yeah. never have pockets. Poor Sunny. <laughs> exactly. For objectified. That's what led to her future. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if I she had pockets, people wouldn't think she was. No, mm, what's the word I'm looking for that isn't that word? Um, if only she had pockets, she could have had her phone <laughs> to call someone when she was intoxicated to drive. Sure, there we go. Uh, tag team match of the Headbangers, Mosh and Thrasher, <laughs> who were fucking great in '97. Love it, fully into the gimmick. Not like drugged up. We don't give a shit about this gimmick anymore. Like they're getting a bit later. Yeah, the, 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 the gold duster cone boobs. The exactly. Yeah, These headbangers sure. were amazing. Really fun. Really into it. Versus Aldo Montoya and Bob Racecar Junkie Holly. <laughs> <laughs> but first is the slam of the week, and I'm just like, this is the weird bit. Did you catch this? Slam of the week. Oh, let me check my notes. Okay. So the slam of the week. I wondered what you thought this was because when they showed it, so it was really through me. So it's Undertaker giving someone a tombstone on an escalator. <laughs> oh, this this was Shotgun Saturday Night in the uh, the Triple H. Okay, here's Shotgun the Saturday so Night in I the had shopping mall. No idea what I was looking at. They gave it no context. They were just like slam of the week presented by Western Union. And there's Undertaker holding someone with long blonde hair, giving them a tombstone on a fucking escalator. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what is going on? So this was the time period in WWE where they were doing loads of stuff in New York on a Saturday night, in right. like either nightclubs or anywhere they could find. Oh. So Paul Heyman, this is how Paul Heyman like had the his WCW first dealing- college party thing, yeah, type gimmick. But this is the first time Paul Heyman had real interaction with WWE Ooh. because they basically went to Paul and they're like, "Where can we?" book in new york and paul was like okay because obviously we're at, this is around the time we're going to start getting the ecw boys come out well we've already had one invasion yeah. but we skipped over it yeah you know it's not really um, sean so this is the time when they're they're all here but yeah so yeah. they were doing stuff in nightclubs dingy night spots but this one was like some kind of like mall i think right. i assumed it was like mall of america type they happened yeah. to be in a mall wrestling and did this fun gimmick so yeah I think. so there's um I know you don't really do movies very much, but you, do you know More Rats by Kevin Smith? I have heard of More Rats. There's a, a very famous joke in there where it's um, Brody, the main character, is bitching about kids on the escalators mucking around and how they're the most dangerous thing in America. And then late, literally in the climax of the movie, you hear some kid go, like, help, my kid's stuck in the escalator! <laughs> like, instantly, that's what I thought of. Help, oh. my Triple H is stuck in the escalator! <laughs> the, only th- the only Kevin Smith film I think I've watched before is uh zach and mary make a porno fun movie really fun we're gonna call it cunts <laughs> <laughs> really underrated didn't make any money that movie so brilliant shame. movie yeah absolutely go watch it if you the, the, the heat packs for seth rogan fucking a yeah <laughs> really funny the scene where she's squatting yeah I, i've never laughed harder in my life absolute genius joke yeah brilliant. really really absolutely slapstick brilliant. funny yeah always Loved comes it. back to me 
Um, so is it Triple H? Yeah, Triple H is getting tombstone. I thought it was Sid. No. Because he looks like he's got curly hair, but I mean, from the upside down in the tombstone position. I mean, as we know, escalates <laughs> are really dangerous. It's a natural curler. <laughs> sure. Um, so Lawler is just on full sexual predator levels tonight with comments <laughs> about Sonny. It's it's genuinely embarrassing at times. Like, like Lawler's been... I know there's you know the court case and all that sort of stuff that we we joke about very regularly because you know he's a scumbag but there's this whole thing of like he's been fairly good on commentary this whole run but this is the time and like this is the first time i've noticed it on raw you've had slight it like drops in of this like we said about the attitude and the objectifying of women b-rate bobby heenan jokes this is just disgusting scumbag stuff yeah yeah but at that time, that audience are all thinking exactly the same thing. Oh yeah, sure, absolutely. But it's I mean, the ratings don't lie. They went ima- down and they went up when he started to do yeah. stuff like this on TV. Can you imagine Michael Cole these days going, Oh, Liv Morgan. Yeah. Oh, totally would, right? Whoa. But that's like polite compared to what <laughs> Michael Cole. Saying. I would it definitely insert it in her vagina. <laughs> that's how he would say it. Doesn't quite get so subtlety. clinical. <laughs> Out of nowhere, Vince would go, mm, what a maneuver. <laughs> so as the tag match is going on, Vince, JR, and King are going over the Sean situation again. Vince is practically crying at times. He's like so upset by it's this. because he realizes his mania card is fucked. Yeah, the guy he's put all this faith behind mm. is injured. Or is he? Uh, Sean may have to um, have his knee completely reconstructed, they announced on commentary at this point. It's amazing how modern medicine in 97 allowed him to return in like, what, three weeks? Astonishing, isn't it? The power of like, you know, you're not wrestling Brett anymore. (laughs) All right, okay, I feel fine, yeah. Those goddamn crystal skulls. (laughs) Sure, fucking A. (laughs) There is a moment here which took me back. So Vince is just chatting away, talking about Sean, and he goes, I feel partially responsible. And you're like, Vince, are you taking responsibility for a sore injured wrestler? Never heard you. I mean, how many interviews have we seen with yeah. Revelda and all these people where he's just like, nah, blah, 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 blah. I take no responsibility because, you know, he can't leave yeah. it or whatever. Talking about Sean, he goes, considering the schedule, no one's ever been on the schedule like Shawn Michaels from a promotional and athletic standpoints. I'd feel partially responsible. Yeah. Selling the realism. And at this stage Why? as well, if what? he even believes Shawn. Yeah. Because he's like... Or does he though? Well, that's this really good selling? Well, that, that's, that's the question though, because at this time, Vince is actually quite a good actor. Yeah. But then if he's banging referees... At this moment in time, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Interesting term. Yeah. Forcing himself upon referees, I think, is more accurate. Continental with a apostrophe over the E. Yes. Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly, allegedly. Mm. But yeah, it was odd having that level. Continentally. (laughs) (laughs) Properly continental there. Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly, yeah. That's dog barking. Sonny? I don't think that's good. <laughs> no, don't lawler it. <laughs> I mean, that was the level of commentary, you know. It was unbelievable. Oh, brilliant. So, well, hello, on, 97 Just move on. Montoya gets the hot tag for the baby face team. I'm like, face? Okay. Uh, Powerbomb, Brettstroke, leg drop combo from the headbangers is fucking sick for the one, two, three. And the winners are, as Sonny says, Mosh and Thrash. 
<laughs> the headbangers. Fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, I think that summed up. Uh, but that's the thing. This whole tag match was commentary talking about Sean. Yeah. The match was good because headbangers are said at this time invest in the gimmick. Bob Holly can work. Elder Montoya looked like um, a one of those little stick men you throw against a fridge and they like <laughs> fall down backwards and backwards and backwards. Very accurate. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Sticky man. Yeah, sure. It's like if you if you had a child draw a wrestler's mask. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly. what they would draw. You're yeah. going to draw a luchador. It's, that's everyone in Mexico's first drawing of a wrestler. Yeah, it's Aldo got a Montoya. top and a line. <laughs> it's not a real mask. But can you remember what his actual gimmick name was? Well, so his, his, his character. So he was obviously was the Aldo. The Portuguese Man of War. That's it. The Portuguese yeah. Man of War. Man of War as a band. Man of War. Dun, 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 dun. Power metal. It's great. Yeah. Steps. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, not bad. A match. Good boobs, though. Yeah, cheers, Thrasher. Yep, absolutely. Gorilla and Vince in the ring. Not Vince oh, and Gorilla, Gorilla here Monsoon. we go. The most flamboyant, the most charismatic WWF champion, perhaps of all time. The Great Cully. He just he needs to get short out of his mouth. Like, seriously, he has a problem, I think. <laughs> here, ladies and gentlemen, to surrender the WWF championship, the one, the only, Shawn Michaels. Dum, 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 dum. Limp. Worst limp, worst limp I've ever seen. In his geography outfit, mm. you know. Geography that limp, outfit, I should say, is the same limp I used to use to try and get out of PE. Yeah, fucking a. I've got, I've got terminology here. Uh, what did I put it as? Uh, Vin, uh, sorry, Sean in his geography teacher outfit depressingly swoons to the ring. <laughs> depressingly swoons, nice. Because nice. he looks just like sad. Yeah, and like he's faking a limp. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Like, but that's the contrast. The facial expressions so show legit sadness. Yeah. The body actions show he's a. F- it's like my child before going to bed today was like, "Daddy, I need a plaster on my hand. Which hand? Um, uh, um, <laughs> um my ankle." I had a good one with my sister when we were younger. Was I've got a stone in my shoe. All right, which shoe? Okay, take it off. Empty the shoe. Oh, it's gone to the other shoe. Like <laughs> <laughs> the logic. Yes. It's magic. Yeah. I love magic. It's so silly. So Sean gets in the ring, does a bit of bitching. Uh, I've never had a doctor look at me in the face and tell me I may never wrestle again. That's because you've never visited the doctor for this injury, Sean. <laughs> in it, just yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> This portion of the promo doesn't feel very legit. No, this is... He's having a mode. <laughs> 100%. I have not been paid enough money. I'm very yep. tired. I don't want to wrestle Sick of Brett. talking to Brett. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please stop making me talk to Brett and be around Brett. I don't want to anymore. I had to try and one-up him with a match against Sid. Yep. I keep on getting Stop making up. me work Vader. <laughs> this is what this promo is. It's weird. It, yeah, he gives it, no shits. Well, because he's no always... embarrassment. There's no, no acknowledgement of kayfabe. He's just shitting on everything. He's on his way out. He's injured. Yeah, he, he may don't... have to have reconstructive knee surgery. But while crying and being sad like a little bitch. Yeah, this is the worst of humankind to me. Almost like, but he's also what limping. a scumbag. Like, sorry, he's also limping. Yeah. At one point, and I went back and watched it, and it's not the case. I was convinced. On the walkout, he was limping on the wrong leg. Oh, <laughs> I had to go <laughs> back imagine? and watch it. <laughs> I did watch this twice because I thought I was uh, being a bit harsh because I'm a Brett Mark. That was, but, I was 
But when you watch it a second time, it becomes even worse. It's so manipulative. So insincere. So fucking bitchy. So as Sean is speaking, there's a bunch of idiots in the crowd going, we want Sid, we want Sid, because Boston gives no fucks. And it was uh, Sid's mum and dad and brother. <laughs> Boston was not the place to yeah. do this, like any way, shape or form. But again, they, if, they, if they couldn't do it, if like Sean's legitimately injured, he spoke to that doctor. He's never spoken to a doctor. Of course. That's ever told him he shouldn't wrestle anymore. Uh-huh. Sean mentions Brett while talking about who the fans cheer for. You just can't keep each other's names out of their mouth, even at this point. Uh, Sean talks about the schedule and not being able to say no to Vince. Was he in the limo too? <laughs> Sean talks about the good... How have we not been sued in four years? <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, Sean talks about... The- <laughs> Wait, that makes it sound like we have been sued. We haven't been sued in four years. Allegedly. You just got to keep sparring that word in the podcast. I think you get where we start. Yeah, fuck you, Eddie Howe. You know what I'm talking about. It's like, we could do this podcast more consistently. We could promote it. I get lots more listeners and, you know, clout. But then we would be able to say stuff like this. (laughs) I wonder why we've never followed through of that. Hey, it might be interesting to see if we can get this visual and also on a well-known established wrestling media site. Every time I get to that point, I'm like, "Uh, it's more fun this way. Like, we're not financially reliant on this at all. Like, that's the kind of the joy of it. I, I look at my promotion effective on f- Friday, and I can imagine, like, I'm sitting there with HMRC, and someone goes, Did you just say Sonny was a duck? <laughs> allegedly. No, I literally just said it. No, no, <laughs> allegedly, that wasn't actually you, that was the character Tax Williams. Tax Williams, well, exactly. Yeah, Tax exactly. Williams didn't sit down the Director General of HMRC next month in front of 2,500 accountants to interview them. It's, it's pro wrestling, it's all a work, it's not real. Funny, funny real world story, mm. how wrestling works in. So obviously in my day job, we've got this big conference next month where I have to talk in front of two and a half thousand accountants. We're having presenter training. Not sure if interesting, but okay. Well, we're, ha- <laughs> we're, we're, we're having presenter training at the moment. And we've okay. got this lovely guy from California telling us all how we should be. Oh, I love this and, the fir- and the first thing he said was like, so uh, guys, uh, how long do you have when you come on stage to get Get the audience's attention. How long does it take? And everyone's like, uh, three minutes. I just went, 10 seconds, if that. And it's like, nine seconds, Stuart. Great job. Great job. And, and then, then he was like, let's talk about body language. How you say it, what you say, and how you display and use your voice. Which is the most important? Mainly 50% body language, 50% how your voice sounds, doesn't give a matter what you say. Stuart, that's incredible. Where did you learn this stuff? Professional wrestling. <laughs> did you legit yeah. put it out there? Nice, I like it. Watching 20 other people I work with just go, <laughs> although my favourite thing, and again, they will definitely never this, it's but theater, two of my right? colleagues are in the London office because yeah. there's no meeting rooms because it's really busy, and they sound like what looks like this BBC breakfast sofa. Oh, lovely. To show how compelling this lad doing the training was, one of them fell asleep like that during the training, and... He obviously was quite tired and uncomfortable. So he stretched his arm out, but it looked like he was putting his arm around the girl on the sofa. Oh. <laughs> and I was sending this other chap in the tax team like Slack messages mm. and never had so much fun learning how to present. <laughs> and then afterwards, and I almost accidentally wrestled myself in my, in my shoot job. I had to record a five-minute show reel of me showing I could present, even right. though in my day job I've had blistering feedback for my public speaking i've had people message the company on linkedin for how good my presentation is and i almost messaged going do you know the fuck i am <laughs> i'm tax williams, I'm tax williams. <laughs> sure. i can stand in front of two and a half thousand people 
and uh, talk about tax and interview the Dogeman. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. <laughs> but um and also as I quick as I, <laughs> Sorry, that was so mean. <laughs> you know I think it's amazing. I couldn't stand up in front of twenty people. Two and a half thousand people on uh, sure. in uh, London next month. It's gonna be great. I find that easier doing standing up in front of a big crowd than a smaller crowd. Because like Lawler, I should picture sunny naked and have a lovely time. Sure. To to me it's um I never had to stand up. I sit down, obviously, drumming ah, and stuff, you, you know. But it's um, that thing of walking onto the stage and being the drummer. You always have to be the first person to walk on the stage. Fucking hated every moment of it. But like when there's a big crowd of people, it's just like, it's just a blur. It's just yeah. a mess of fame. There's maybe one or two people you know in the front or whatever. But when it's 20 people in a big empty room, it's fucking awful. You hear everything. You see everything they do. <laughs> you see their facial reactions. I hate that. How about you? I doesn't bother me. You just don't either give a way. crap. Like, either However, oh, okay. We were in co- so alien to me, like. But but I did take one piece of advice, which is what I'm doing on Thursday. Yeah. Presenter man said, "If you're already confident in what you're doing, you need to be in a situation where you feel nervous again." And I was like, "I know the last time I felt nervous." As an anxious, nervous person, that sounds horrific. And it was but... about ten years ago when okay. I did some stand-up comedy, oh. and I was saying to Matt uh, Van Wicked at the last rest- the last Lockcom wrestling show, he was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Problem with this, Matt? I just don't get nervous anymore." I don't care. It's the same things like when I was in bands. This is where I think it's going. <laughs> <laughs> it is rich. <laughs> so I said, I was like, I, did, I didn't get nervous in bands. That's when I realized I didn't enjoy it anymore sure. because it was just becoming a chore. And uh, I don't get nervous about wrestling anymore, Matt. I think it's becoming a chore. <laughs> okay. So to get prepared for going out on stage in front of these accountants, mm-hmm. this Thursday in Canterbury, I'm doing stand-up comedy. Are you really? I am. Wow. Okay. I'm going to play a game of Blood Bowl 7s, and then after that, I'm going to the Draper's Arms in Canterbury to go and do some stand-up. Okay. Do you not want me to come to that? Because it's worse when you've got friends in the crowd? Uh, Van Wicked and his wife are coming. You're more than welcome to come to the Draper's to okay. watch uh, actually put it right bad down, stories. What is it? Uh, eight o'clock on Thursday. That's my Cineworld world day. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. But if you're uh, back, eight o'clock Thursday, right? I'll put it in here. The Draper's Arms. Yeah. Which one's that? Is that the one? Uh, on Sun Street. Well, we book our social calendar on the podcast. Yeah, I you know, care, you know where Orange Street is. No one listens to this anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know where Orange Street is in Canterbury. Yeah, I know Orange Street. Yeah, yeah, it's it's on the corner. So it's where all the roads sort of mingle in the middle. Anyway, Sun Street. I know exactly where that is. There used to be. I'm going to say a venue there. There certainly used to be a venue there. You're right. <laughs> I'm so happy you got that reference. I didn't have to explain it. Okay, yeah, cool, cool, awesome. Okay, um, I'm going to be honest. There's very little chance I'm going to make it because Cineworld, uh, a Cineworld. Um, They'll send you some quality footage three minutes after your thing was due. I had a moment of just like, oh, I'm not doing it this week because of blah, blah, blah. That's next week. Fuck. Uh, it's definitely this Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. I mean, I might do it again. I'm trying to pick Plus which of my old spots. two, because there's, there's two bits. Do you want of... me to like obnoxiously laugh the whole time? Oh, no. no, no. <laughs> there, are, there, there, there are two ways. Going... Gonna... <laughs> it's funny you say that. There was When I last did stand-up, there was a bloke in the front row who literally just, that his name was Baron. I have okay. never met Baron before. Right. And this was, I did it, um, I think it was the Walnut Tree in Maidstone that I did it. And um, Baron... Fucking loved everything. Didn't like the other comic though. Like the other comic afterwards, the, the really funny guy who was on like Welsh Channel Four and doing loads of stuff like that, and bought an inflatable shark with him. Fucking hilarious bloke. Nice. Wish I could remember what his name was. Um, obviously went on to do great things, but he was very funny. And Baron came up to me afterwards, going, "That guy tried too hard." Ooh, and okay. I was like, "No, that guy's a professional. How dare you try?" I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy. 
Okay, but cool. um, I'm trying to decide because I like I, the, the comedy sets I like based on are themes. So I'm either going to go my dad hating my brother's lifestyle choices or okay. flatmates. Okay, cool, awesome. I don't want influencers in any no. way, shape, or form. I mean, I think the dad not accepting my brother's lifestyle choices, including the wonderful story about you know them losing his body post death, I think is quite funny. I I muchly enjoy that story, as horrific as it is. But yeah, it leads to great comedy. You know, yeah, sure. But the fa- the flatmates one, including you know, if anyone comes, you'll know this. Including the running throughout the car park in my pants after a bass guitar and uh, seeing my flatmate split penis in the bathroom. <laughs> Delightful. Always good stuff. Split penis. Split penis. Yeah, through his uh, girlfriend's uh, toothy vagina. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which bit was split? The furry skin. Hanging off. Literally, split, flap. I... Stop doing alligator. (laughs) 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 Okay. um, Yeah. I'm still trying to work out how. Think of the skin of a saveloy. Right. And and think if you just peel it round the bottom bit and then you've got a little bit of saveloy skin hanging off. And the rest of the saveloy's in place. Yeah. Is he okay? I, he was told he shouldn't do anything with it for a month. Oh, and, after I, after I, <laughs> and after I was called in to assist, I told him I didn't want to see him for a month and he should go and stay at his girlfriend's house. Right. So did you explain, like, you know, spit on her next time? <laughs> or like... <laughs> Use the pliers first. How does that... I don't know. I know some of them broke their cock. No, this is the best content we've ever done. <laughs> Secretary school, there was a kid who was at a party. A girl tugged a bit too hard in the wrong direction. Thunk in half. Literally, like the tendons, whatever it is in your dick that make it do that Man, thing. she was going for it. Oh, yes. Sonny, what are you doing? God damn it, Sonny. <laughs> yeah, no, the, like, it was one of those things that like, you know, it was well known. I wonder whether it actually was legit or not. Like this like is why we can was. never have this podcast anywhere else. <laughs> well, they're broken dick stories. You know, you know what's funny? We're just talking about you know Vince McMahon being a rapé. Well, yeah, he allegedly. Is. Well, he definitely is. Allegedly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Legally, there's an NDA, which means we'll never know. <laughs> Will we never know? Is he also not a racist that we just somehow, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's not one. He has a colour television. Okay, cool. Sean talks about the good and the bad side. The performance being the most important part. I'm like, kayfabe much? Yep. What a cunt. Or the performance of his terrible, insincere speech. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he is breaking kayfabe. Fully. Well, because he's retiring. Sean hands the belt over to Gorilla Monsoon, and I'm going to play this bit because, you know, loses his smile. I know that over uh, the last several months... I've lost a lot of things, and one of them has been my smile. And, and I know it doesn't mean a whole lot to everybody else, but it means a lot to me. So I have to go back and fix myself and take care of myself. And I have to go back and I have to find my smile because somewhere along the line, I lost it. And I don't care, really. I don't care if it's unpopular. I don't care if... Uh, People want to make fun of me because I'm an emotional guy. Um, but this is, this is all I've ever wanted to do. And uh, over the last year, I got to do it. And whether you like me or not, I just want to tell you that uh, 
Last year was the most wonderful year of my life. And uh, if I never do get to do it again, it'll be okay because I got to live one full year as being the number one guy in this business. And it was the single most greatest year of my life. And I have you to thank. And I have everybody here to thank. And it means a lot to me. And uh, I'm going to go home now. So, boo-hoo, I'm a little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) He's genuinely crying. Does feel more sincere than the beginning of the speech. Yeah. But what a line. I I think he realized he'd lost his WrestleMania payday. Because how would he buy all of his sweets without that money? How do you come out and say, I've lost my smile? I've lost lots of things one of them is my smile how do you say that and not go oh maybe i should just talk about my knee like you know maybe i should talk about the fact that i'm a prick and they gave me the world heavyweight belt made all my childhood dreams the boyhood dream come true and i'm just like ah, a few months later marty genesis sat at home going you piece of shit fucking a yeah but do you think that was a vince line oh that's a question hadn't even thought about it was it a Vince line to say, no, Sean, it has to be Sean. It's such a Sean thing to say. Yeah. I know they're in each other's pockets and I think there's more going on than maybe. There's an NDA for they, that. Yeah, definitely. I think these two, <laughs> there has to be something special between yeah. them. Special, I mean, repay between them, you know. It does feel like it. You imagine like, you know, Sean came into Vince's room when he was a young boy and Vince was like... Oh, I seem to have dropped my pencil under my desk, Sean. <laughs> you know? Oh, <laughs> What's Linda doing under here? Yeah, fucking hell. Oh, she's dead. I wonder whether that's the case. No. I don't know. I've Vince doesn't like... I can't imagine Vince being a man who would like boys. Brett's implied it. Many times. Yeah, but, you know, whilst I am Brett Mark, Brett can be a very salty oh, chap yeah. at times. Sure, absolutely. So... What, what would insult Vince McMahon more? He's a liar, he's a steroid user, or he likes boys. Sure. What Specifically Sean. Specifically Sean. Yeah. That's where he said it a million times, but without saying it. Yeah. You know? it's, I thought it was an important thing to bring up, because no one ever talks about this stuff on proper podcasts. <laughs> proper podcasts. <laughs> you never hear Ollie talking about this, you know what I mean? Like, like it's the kind of player. Like, you get in trouble or something, I don't care, allegedly. But like... <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that even after all of your legal training, we throw in the word allegedly. I'm pretty sure it's like this this force field that protects us. Yeah, I had um, liable training. I know what it's about. It's fine. I wasn't mucking around for those four hours and like playing games with Louis. Some, some of the excellent messages you sent me, <laughs> Louis Dangor. I tell you what, I I'll love fr- Louis, but I'll fucking hell, his Twitter game's awful. But I'll, I'll throw it out there. He's yeah. one tweet away from being cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> he's muted on mine. He's been muted for ages. I unmute him occasionally when he's nice and sends me funny things like about the wrestlers have privately sent him. He sends it to me like, <laughs> like ah, isn't this funny? I'll unmute him for like a week and I'll be like, oh, fuck, he's so annoying. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just the, hi, I'll reply to verified people and women. Yeah. He's 22? about that yep can't blame him i was worse at that age yes but we lived in a we lived in a different time i'm vince mcmahon <laughs> it's all right to rape people back then jesus, <laughs> jesus. it's a joke <laughs> i'm sure it was a bit <laughs> <laughs> that's why we left europe right 
Brexit means Brexit, surely. Strong and stable. What are we saying now? Let's move on. So it does come off a bit like... Um, oh, the other thing about this with Sean... <laughs> I'm glad this went back to my Is that he, he talks about fixing himself and how he's got to go away to fix himself and get his smile back and everything. Got to rebuild his knee. It does sound a bit like he's a drug addict, like going into rehab or something. Well, he was struggling a bit at this time, probably. Yeah, I think booze was the main problem mm. at this time period for him after listening to, like, you know, the interviews with not him, so Sonny and Diesel yeah. and all these people over the years who talked about Sean's problems during this time period and the whole, you know, Chris Candido's wife, all that sort of stuff, you know? Eek. Yeah. Yeah. I s- this is something that came up as, as I was listening to this thinking... He looks like he's crying and being forced into this situation, not through the injury, but through other reasons. I wonder whether there was like an abuse issue and whether it kind of got to the point where someone had to bring it up and be like, look, Sean, maybe you need to do something about this, mate. Maybe that, again, is the reasoning behind it. The thickest thieves of Vince and Sean. It's like, I need you to be clean. We've got all this stuff from steroids. We can't have this. We're going to big season. If I don't make you wrestle, put Brett over at Mania. Can you go get yourself clean for six months, please? Yeah. I wonder whether there's something in the background about this. Potentially. Who knows? It's all stuff that, like, you know, I've thought about this time period, Sean, specifically. I would love it, and I know it won't happen, if he's ousted. Nick Khan takes over WWE, and Vince does, like, a full-on shoot interview. Screw job was uh, work. 100%. I still believe it to this day. I would love it. Look at the repercussions. They were they were gonna die. Oh, we'll find out this one. Don't worry. I'm gonna save that speech for the last. Oh yeah, definitely, because, definitely. You know, uh, blah 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 blah. Sean really selling that knee. <laughs> which which one this time? So the bit where they get to the end and everyone gets a hug and Sean cries, goes around the outside of the ring, and the fans kind of hold on to Sean and he like gets angry and shoves his arm away and grabs his knee and it's like, oh, it hurts, daddy. <laughs> you know, it's like he's really really working. Yeah. what it looks like to me yeah but he did take his time like yeah. shaking hands with everyone on commentary and stuff Even like think that think got a hug at ringside yeah. think never gets acknowledged at ringside by the wrestlers yeah and this the comments they made like jr king on commentary you know yeah that's they like re- the next bit yeah. they just cut to the three on commentary they really sold it vince comes back down he's like oh well that was one of the hardest things i've had to do mm. except for this upcoming trial vince <laughs> Well, Vince gives a little speech. He talks about a tra- tragic occurrence, a young man in the peak of condition. Bit of a strange phrasing, but you know. Apollo Crews. <laughs> we are the nation of domination. Like Vince is crying and the nation intro kicks in. You're like, what the fuck? Well, exactly. Farouk doesn't care about oh, no guy so with a da- damaged knee. Farouk and on. No cut to ads to give us like a warm down. No, just give him five minutes. No tribute video package to Sean. It's just oh, with the show, boys. Here we go. But Fucking what? Silly. But what a match to have next. Um, oh yes, everyone's favorite nation member. Can we talk about um, what's his name? JC Ice and Wolfie D interrupting Vince's speech about Sean. They weren't around much longer after this, were they? <laughs> Do you know their mics got cut in the arena? Did they? Yeah. So there's this very subtle. Like I had to listen to it a couple of times. So they do. They're doing their rap thing, and it's not going in yeah. the arena speakers. They stopped doing it, 
And then literally one of them comes up to the camera and goes, turn the mics on in the arena. And the guy, obviously, Kevin Dunn's like, fuck you, Vince is talking about Sean. I'm not allowed to, you know? Oh, wow. Because they turned them on that. for the, the second performance. Later. Performance? Second performance. <laughs> I don't know how to phrase that. But yeah, later they, they do their rap thing. You can hear it. So. And of course, they're going to want to bring out everyone's favorite nation member, Savio Vega, because, you know, Puerto Rico. That's how we how we wrote. Yep. First thing, uh, yep. another man dressed in black, The Undertaker. Savio still hasn't ditched his uh, Puerto Rican gear at this stage. No, accompanied by the star of the show, Clarence Mason. By the way, of course. Well, you know, he's very very lazy today, Clarence Mason. Only a couple of segments today, sure. and no Ahmed Johnson. Well, not in this match. No. That's a shame. <laughs> is it? I'm not sure it is. Get ready for... Whoa! Beat him up Mania. <laughs> sure, I can't wait to see it. I hope it happens at Mania, but it'll happen at some point. I hope we get it in the series. I, I, I bloody pray we haven't skipped over that show. We skipped over a few. So this feed has been ongoing the whole time. The day that Farouk, how many cues, killed Ahmed Johnson. Yeah, sure. I wasn't exactly looking out for it when I was planning yeah. Brett versus Sean, you know? But I should have been because it's the highlight of this story, It's I almost like Ahmed Johnson had a really bad run of things. Goldberg, Goldberg, yeah. gold dust grabbing his dick. Farouk beating the shit out of him. He's Fuck destined me. to succeed. Absolutely. I remember the worst thing I'm ever. I'm not ready for the belt, though. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing ever with an Ahmed Johnson reference. I can't remember who it was, but a wrestling friend was like, yeah, Monty Brown reminds me a lot of uh, Ahmed Johnson. Who? I forgot. Monty the- Brown? Marcus oh. Kovon? Alpha Male? Oh, Ooh, no. The pounce! I mean, two things in sim- the similarity about them. Yep, and that was what made me realise this person was someone maybe I don't want to associate with. Yeah, it's one of the things you pick up on. You're like, nah, like we say shit like that as like, no, sock, um, what's it, what the satirical like, commentary? Marcus Corvon was funny. He wore tiger print trunks because he was from the Serengeti. Yeah, had a great gimmick. And it was yeah. fun and interesting. He was a good wrestler, a good worker. And a yeah, and they took talker. him to WWE where they tagged him with Elijah Burke, who, again, should have been used better in WWE. Uh-huh. Hang on. Mm, well, maybe. Why was Monty Brown... Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, I wonder. But Vince is a dickhead, apparently. What a surprise. <laughs> no, 2022. Vince hates talent. <laughs> Only took 25 years for the rest of the world to figure out what was going on. I bet I know who leaked it. Nick Khan was going through those legal documents like, Steph, I don't, she's not just a backup CEO, it's me. But that, that, but that's the that's the business plan though. And I think like Ollie touched on this as well in one of his videos. Yeah. Till he pointed out, I hadn't even thought about Nick it. Nick Khan isn't going to take that job because it's a poison chalice. Get the next one out of the way. Nick Khan will then take over as president. Well, he's already president. But he'll yeah. be CEO of the big boys. Wouldn't it be amazing if like that's what they're planning? You know, Steph fills in while they have this case going on because she's a woman. Everything else. But this is what the shareholders want. Vince yeah, has lost it. Yeah. Steph can't do her job because she can't hit her targets. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Well, based on performance figures and financials, she can't. She hasn't been hitting her targets. Well, I think it's more than Seth's problem, but yes. on a. a but a Nick Khan, basically being the businessman that he is and how much he has ju- you know, generated revenue in that company since he's been there. And like, again, I know we argue about this not. It's a, it's, it's a social media and a media content company. It's, it's the word generating that I struggle with because what, what, he's not generating more money. He's just stopping them spending the money that they were spending. But their, their, their revenues are higher than they were. It's not anything to do like bottom line. Their EBITDA is still much higher than it was. Their turnover, their actual revenue is increasing every year. So he is generating income. <laughs> you say, mm, it's financial. It's, <laughs> it's in the public record. 
Yeah, I don't know. I the don't... Revi- the revenue like, is going up. The, just taking it as fact, like you believe them. I think they're lying cunts. Are you, <laughs> are you suggesting a publicly traded company would falsify their accounts? Hey, EY, KPMG, how's that career in order going? <laughs> I can say that because I don't work in practice anymore. <laughs> okay. Or probably we've got, never we've got again. got Mad Chip. <laughs> oh, sorry. First the Undertaker. That's how interesting this match was. Uh, yeah. Me. So there's one bit that kind of stood out to me here that I thought was lovely. You know how um, referees, when someone turns to them, whether they're meant to kind of front up and be like, no, I'm the rules, whatever, they do the opposite with the Undertaker? Yeah. They always run. And rightly so. Yeah. Really clever. He's just dead. little thing that whenever like Taker's beating people down in the corner, he turns to the ref. The ref always legs it. Consistency is yeah. key. Really nice little moment. I just can't wait for like a moment where a ref doesn't run in this series just to see what happens. Like a new ref they haven't told or the ribbon or something. There's um this is what I did at Lockhorns this the last weekend. We didn't really talk about this. Oh, I was managing a band. Can we just do the match first? Oh, yeah. Quickly? yeah. Hold on, because like, I just want to <laughs> stop the endless interruptions. Because we're <laughs> awful. Uh, there's now a security guard sitting in front of the road where the aisle kids were. Good. Which is good, yeah. What a lovely lifesaver. He's only there for like top five minutes, so it's crap for the rest of the show, but whatever. Uh, Savio with the big sales to take, a big pantomime flopping around like a finish. There's a weird rest in peace chant. Seems oddly... Yeah. Bizarre. Nice. A face chant for a dead man. Not good. <laughs> yeah, weird. Uh bloody bloody blah. Choke slam. Taker does his custom cover like he just did the tombstone for the one, two, three. Taker wins. We'll talk about the post-match bullshit in a second, but yeah, go on. Oh yeah, but Lockhorns. just Lockhorns, I got to return being a heel manager that I haven't yeah, done for a very boy. long time because I've been a face for a few years. Yeah. What How'd a tr- what a fucking treat to basically be a prick. I saw one photo of you coming out and doing the cry face to the crowd. <laughs> I thought it was delightful. I, th- I think the exact words I was using that stage going, Oh, I still can't win my own belt, my own promotion. Oh, I can't put myself to be a champion. That's great. Um, and his, um, Keith's partner, son, goes to the same primary school as my daughter. So oh, cool. we were at Sports Day. Hey. Third place in the parent sprint race, by the way. This nice. guy. Oh, Not man. a field of three, by the way. I was going to say, How many? About, <laughs> like, tw- about 25. That fence at the end of the running track came really close. I was like, I'm going to have to jump the fence into the fans. <laughs> no one seemed interested in that. But um, she was I saying... I like how you said fans, by the yeah. way. <laughs> she said to me, she's like, um, oh, you were really funny with all the stuff you were saying. The worst thing is, most of it was true. <laughs> I, I think such promos such as, you're dangerous in the ring, chaos. You almost broke Van Wicked's leg. You almost broke my back. That's why we're going to have a British rules match because you're too dangerous. Um You've only booked a promotion because you've only started promoting because you couldn't get booked anywhere else. And then, because when we're going out, um, Van Wicker was like, oh, by the way, <laughs> oh, sorry. Van Wicker was like, oh, um, yeah, I think we've got a promo. And I was like, have we? And he was like, yeah. Do you want it? I was like, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started doing things like going, we're the greatest heavyweight champion this promotion's ever Let's seen. And Matt, and Matt was like, I am. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we, we are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the worst thing was, right, um, Chaos hadn't told Voltage he was going to be his corner man. And I said to right? Voltage, I was like, so do you want to talk through what we're going to do during this match? I'm not wrestling you, am I? No, Jacob. We're, we're in the title <laughs> match, yeah? And he hadn't been told. And then Chaos is standing oh, at Gorilla. And he shouts, going, Voltage! Voltage! <laughs> and Jacob's like, yeah. My music's playing. And uh, Jake went, oh, have a good match, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and, um, but rightly so. Yeah. Because me and Matt were at Gorilla waiting to go out first and they played Keith's music 
And I was like, good, because the champion goes out fucking last. Well, yeah, absolutely. Rightly yeah, so. Sure, sure. So, yeah, so I did my promo, did my manager stick, yeah. ignored the referee completely. Hot shot that belt, by the way. Two shows, two changes. Fucking <laughs> car crash booking. <laughs> but um, my favourite one was the whole, yeah, I'm not going to be a chicken shit manager anymore. I'm going to be a tough guy, okay. including Bartwidge came and got in my face and pushed him over. <laughs> did he know this was coming? No. I'm not going to lie I had a lovely time being a dickhead heel manager again Um, Vega Vincible Aces were all in the front row booing ah cool I even shouted out going who's this guy (laughs) (laughs) plants in the crowd stunt grannies you know stunt Vincible Van Wicken (laughs) Van Wicken had a lovely time but yeah so uh, wrestling shit in it yeah, I mean, it's all right. It has its peaks and has its drops, you know? But yeah, I, I I love working with Jacob. It's been fun, but yeah, he'll manage is good. But you know, uh, you know what is funny? There were no shenanigans after mine and Van Wicked's match, but there were shenanigans There's here. There's no need for these professional transitions. <laughs> so yeah, fuck you, Voltage. <laughs> <laughs> A post-match after Taker wins, clean as fuck. Nation of Domination jump Taker. Uh, Ahmed Johnson out for the save. Yay! he's our hero so obviously the nation of domination surround Ahmed and beat him down so Taker gets his sitting up spot because who has to be the saviour here obviously has to be the Undertaker if we go together we'll get them if you go now you go alone oh well they're going to be a lovely tag team together these two yeah god forbid a black gentleman get over Vince's promotion (laughs) you know what I mean fucking hell goozles and chokeslams for everyone rap boys are sad yeah I mean, this isn't helping Ahmed Johnson because so far he's been beating off the nation uh, all by himself. You pulled one of them off the aprons. <laughs> but now he needs a friend to help beat them off. <laughs> sure. And of all those friends, he's found a Working them stiff, yeah. <laughs> Working them stiff. Keep going, keep going. Got to penetrate. <laughs> penetrate in the back. In the back, baby. Nice and clean. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Did he spit on it first? Not even an innuendo. Ahmed and take a clean house. Big pops. Boston loves some Ahmed Johnson. Whoa. Everyone loves Johnson. I love Boston. <laughs> I love Johnson. Uh, glass smash. Fink's music goes nuts as he intros a mean mug in Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Fink's. I don't know why I just thought they were going, uh, glass shatters. Fink's music plays. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> it's Mike's going, psh, 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 psh. <laughs> as he's introducing Stone Cold it goes oh, on for about like two three minutes oh, I wish they'd let Fink come out to Austin's music <laughs> I love Fink so much but you know after it's Austin's entrance we get a little announcement don't we we do we do we do we do we do so Doc Hendricks uh, in an interview with Gorilla is that the bit you're talking about yeah oh, okay, lovely cool. Gorilla absolutely so Gorilla's uh, cutting a promo to Doc uh, puts over he hasn't got a different name by the way Doc does he no it's definitely nope, just Doc st- Hendricks still Doc Hendricks good 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 I love that he's got this legendary career. We're like, Doc Hendricks. <laughs> we made him ourselves. <laughs> it's what I remember as a kid. That's how I was introduced. Yeah, Doc to Hendricks. Him. I didn't know any of this other stuff. No. I'm not even going to say the name. It puts over the. <laughs> puts over. So, Gorilla putting over the vital four way match at the pay per view. Uh, Sid gets a shot at whoever wins the main event at Vagisil for this Sunday. Nice. I could get the name wrong. So, I'm like, fuck it. Love it. <laughs> So, yeah, um, Sid was guaranteed a title shot. 
he was supposed to be fighting Michaels for the belt. But because there's the four-way for the belt now yeah, between Vader, Austin, Taker, and Brett. Brett, of course. Wow. Almost forgot the, the Brett! actual. Yeah. Brett. So we get Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Psycho Sid. Um, we get this big old baby face pop. For Do Sid these guys not pyro. know? Did not they not discuss what they're wearing before coming out to the ring? Both in fucking black trunks. A big, big section complaining about oh, really? the gear. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so JR mentions, uh, what about Sid versus Taker at the pay-per-view? And Vince goes, whoa, because <laughs> he's like, stop giving it away, JR. Stop ruining Mania 13, you piece of shit. Exactly, yeah, sure. <laughs> Allegedly. Austin jumps Sid. Can he do that, Joey? Austin low blows Sid in front of the referee to start the match. Can he do that, Joey? Apparently fucking he can. Uh, crowd start, start to chant for Austin almost immediately. And I'm like, Sid's baby face did not last against Austin. No. It was two seconds. They were like, Austin, Austin. Well, that's the thing, though. Austin's, this is the beginning of the end because Austin's yeah. too cool. This is heel Austin still. Yeah. The crowd love him. Exactly. And Sid was supposed you to be facing s- face Shawn Michaels for the belt. Yeah. No fucking sense. It's almost like when we get to the main event, well, when we get to the tag team title match, we've also got two heel teams against each other. It's almost like it was set up for our champion to vacate the belt tax. Mm, it's all very suspect. Very convenient having those four main eventers in a match. Mm, at the next pay-per-view, the week after. Uh, but they, they, they're only in that match now for, uh, hmm, yeah, interesting. Yeah. So I was watching the show going but hang on haven't we forgotten hmm. that Steve Austin won the Rumble as number one contender for a main event shot at Wrestlemania wasn't we that to, the case we seem to have forgotten all of this to remember there was something about that being a stipulation at Royal Rumble however I did as I think literally as I say that I wonder if we've missed an episode where there's shady shenanigans where because Austin cheated he's been stripped of the main event because we've missed a few roars haven't we since the Rumble I wonder if some shenanigans because they've not mentioned it at all. So I wonder if that's what's happened. Again, tweet us at World of Rest Pod. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sure. definitely listen because we're too lazy to remember to do this and Google this later. Absolutely. Uh, almost everyone on this card has been wearing black trunks or tights. Almost everyone, apart from Ahmed. And the, and, <laughs> and, and the headbangers. Oh, and Aldo Montoya. Uh, yeah. All still, the people that still... matter are still wearing black trunks or black tights. Yeah, the people I remember seeing their gear. <laughs> and, and Aldo Montoya. These two, Sid and Steve, are literally wearing the same gear. Yeah. Black trunks, black knee pads, black boots. The only thing that's different is the wrist tape. Costco. <laughs> Guys. Has Sid not got the blue pants backstage? Like, it's supposed to be face. That's more face, you yeah. know? Sid Justice pants. Like, I understand the wanting to be cool, one wear black, etc. It's of the time period. It helps yeah. Austin get over, change the character, etc., etc. But like, I mean, we're not gonna, we're not gonna mistake Sid for short uh, for fucking Steve Austin, are we? Too many S's, no. sorry. But like, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's at least they both got deceptive hairstyles. Yeah, one's got hair. Yeah, hairstyles. Kind of. Can you call that hair? That's how people tell us about. So, uh, but fuck that shit. Here's Brett to beat up Austin. The winner because is Sean's, Because Sean's out now, so Brett's got to beat someone else up. Of course, yeah. And also, it's like we suddenly remembered the main focus on the Rumble is Brett and, Brett and Austin. Yeah. It's it, great. It was, to be fair, last week it was there, but it was like a moment, then we're straight back to Sean and Brett. Yeah. So, well, whatever. The winner is Stone Cold Steve Austin via disqualification, by the way. Another victory on the cards. Book them strong. Absolutely. 
Sid goes after Brett. Fisty cuffs. Refs and agents have to get their shit in somewhere, pull them apart. Basically, it's a Raw Rumble Raw all over again with these breakups after the matches. It's rinse, repeat. Rumble, Raw Rumble. I think it was the Raw Rumble Raw. Raw Rumble Raw. Raw Rumble Thursday Raw. Thursday. Pay-per-view Sunday Monday. Pay-per-view Raw. (laughs) Just Young Bucks. Just say words now. (laughs) (laughs) They better put over FDR. They will. They fucking bear. I just have this feeling like they're not. Can you imagine having this opportunity with FTR with all the fucking, you know, Osmo Dragon, AAA and IWGP belts together at the same time? Just we can work together, guys. On, like, oh, it gets a bit weird. Oh, fuck me, can you imagine? You can easily give them the PWG. It'll take two seconds. Excalibur's like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, definitely. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> give them the Rev Pro. It's all, it's all. NWA. Give them the NWA. Okay. Billy Corgan, love it. And then give them the AEW. And then have the acclaimed go over them. What, for all the belts? Yes. <laughs> acclaimed in IWG in New yes, Japan. absolutely. <laughs> Scissor me, Daddy Ishii! <laughs> <laughs> and then Bowens would go, I'm pretty sure at one point they called him Ishii. <laughs> yeah, fucking A. I love that. I think it was Jay White on Comju was talking about the Ishii injury. Yeah. And he went, yeah, Ishii is injured. And I was like, oh, he didn't add the extra eye because he actually understands. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> Fucking Western crowds are stupid, aren't they? Um, Vince on commentary interviews stupid, stupid Vader. <laughs> Manager Paul Bearer is also there. Uh, Vader cuts an awful promo. Can't say the words weeks or Stone Cold Steve Austin. He goes, whoops. And Stone Cold Austin. <laughs> Who the man? What time is it? Vader time. Yeah. What a shitty promo. Brilliant. And you had Paul Bearer there. Yeah, absolutely. Can... can- Vader just shut up and just be a big scary man please basically Vince did this going you fucked up my champion here's a microphone kill your career some more absolutely stupid stupid Vader real shame like Vader just never hit in WWE mate that match with that match with Taker at the last pay-per-view at the Rumble was dog shit um sorry I'm being distracted I lost some place in my notes um what did you just say? The match at the pay-per-view between Vader and Undertaker. Like, Vader's run in WWE. It's been absolute dog shit. Mm, don't remember. That's how good it was. Vader-Taker. I'm trying to remember. I'm a bit of a Vader mark as well. Yeah, I love Vader in WCW. Shit in 97 WF. Yeah. Really shit. And again, as I've said from day dot, I love Vader. I would always pick Bam Bam over Vader. Yeah, Absolutely. Again, just completely misused guy. Yeah. Should have been World Heavyweight Champion. Main event in WrestleMania. Punk hasn't. <sighs> yeah. Wow. That's quite a statement, isn't it? The Miz has a main event. Bro, Lawrence Taylor. Against John Cena in the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah. With a concussion. Disgusting. Right. Um, bloody, bloody, blah. Still haven't lost a West Union spot. Bloody, bloody, blah. Replay of Sean from earlier tonight. Uh, but fuck that shit. We are the nation of domination. Here we go again. JC and Wolfie D get their rap thing this time, but they get cut off midstream. It's really funny. Good. They're like, we are the nation. Something, something, nation. And they're just like, oh, the music's ended. Oh, we can't freestyle. We're not the acclaimed. It's very sad. They look so sad that they can't finish their little rap. They've rehearsed it for ages because they're not wrestling. So like, hey, this one will get over. Kevin Dunn's like, you're not going to be here next week <laughs> to turn <laughs> yeah. this off. You get to be beaten up by Ahmed Johnson. Yeah, fucking A. WF World Heavyweight Tag Team title match of Owen Hart and the Bulldog, the current champions. 
Fuck me, they're amazingly good in this time period. Lovely heel uh, tag team champions. Versus the Nation of Domination. Lovely heel... Wait, what? Heel tag team challenges of Crush and... For, how many Qs are there? With Clarence Mason, JC Ice and Wolfie D. Uh, <laughs> Owen stepping in front of Bulldog during their entrance. Love it. Owen. Pushing I know we say buttons. every week, these little things. Like, it's a tiny little entrance way. They've got... Anyone else is like, oh, we'll, just, we'll just step through and then we'll do the gimmick once we get to the ring because no one's going to be able to see it. Bulldog walks out and immediately pushes in front of him and goes, whoa! <laughs> like, oh, it's so good! <laughs> the highlight in the undercard of this uh, this Brett and Sean run. Just yeah, seeing absolutely. Owen be able to be himself. I can't wait to see how this Heart Foundation stuff goes. I mean, I don't... I, I wonder again if it's a case of, like, Brett's whispered to Owen and gone, if you get him, just tell him what to do. Yeah, don't absolutely. plan anything, just tell him out there, yeah. it'll be fine. Bulldog doesn't seem aware of the story they're trying to tell. This is all Owen. But this is, again, beautiful, blissful ignorance of the Bulldog. Yeah. I'm going to win. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> it really does feel like that. Because when Owen does this, Bulldog kind of gives him a cuddle. Like, no, you're meant to be angry. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Bulldog's probably like, oh, that's proper funny, Owen. That was really, oh, shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, sure. You've got to love the innocence about Bulldog, though. Yeah. Like, he's just so lovely. Just like Pilled thing. out, lovely, innocent boy. Yeah, he's bizarre. <laughs> Hi, we've got we, Harry Smith. Welcome back to WWE. We've signed you. Oh, yeah, you're gone. Sure. Already. Wait a minute. Haven't you not worked any matches? No. I saw the NWA Power advertisement. It's got him on it. Yeah. Uh, it's got um, Myers and it's got Chelsea, like a few other people. And I'm like, it's nice they've stepped away from the James Storm. Yeah. That collection like the, of the people, Zach Ryder, he- stuff, the Zach know? Ryder Championship run in NWA. It's been beautifully done really lovely stuff really really I'm good I'm very tempted to tune into that show a bit more oh my power is really good yeah really uh, good. they really like revamped that roster a little bit because it got a little stale um, really that, for me you've, you've still got like Trevor Murdoch Trevor Murdoch's heavyweight champion again right which is it's just like proper NWA style stuff it's like oh well you know trained by Harley Race of course we'll put it on sure. Trevor Murdoch but yeah, you've got that. You've Did got he a promo and go. His promos are excellent. Obviously, you've got you've got. Um, I was about to say you've got Tony Storm. You've got Tim Storm. Tim still Storm, knocking yeah, around sure. in there. Mm. Pope's still doing good stuff. So the answer to my question is no. No, genuinely, like, <laughs> the, the roster itself, so, like the, the the women's division there, mm. like Camille is still an awesome talent. Cool. Be interesting to see her versus Jade. Okay, because um, of the size and everything. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it'd be a really good visual for that. But yeah, NWA. They, they, the first series of Power yeah. was fantastic because they built around like Audis and Storm and their feud. Sure. And it died off a little bit once they stopped using Dokken as the entrance theme. Mm. Yeah. Ruined it That's for me. But And now when they've got Velvet oh. Sky on commentary. Okay. Which is genuinely not bad. All right, cool. Since she's played with Bubba Ray, I've got a lot of respect for Velvet Sky. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Want to wanna make jokes? Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let the so, pigeons loose yeah sure sunny sure. so Owen and Crush with Samoa and Joe dick on his face uh, to start he's got Samoa Joe's dick on his face yeah yeah they're like the little yeah. painted on you know Samoa I was Joe's making a dick, penis right? joke but yeah dick oh yeah <laughs> cross wires here across the street <laughs> Sesame daddy ass. Uh, commentary is still going on about Sean. They they literally this is all night. They just won't stop talking about Sean. Understandably, but it's but it's a tag team title match between two fantastic face and heel. Oh shit, heel and heel, heel, heel. teams. May Bulldog and Owen, Bulldog and Owen are just working babyface. Yeah, which is not their gimmick. 
I, I love it so much. Oh, it's just like, yeah, get in, do the high spots. Woo, bulldog, bulldog. Owen pulling out the wheel kick as a heel. You know, <laughs> it's so funny. Like, they're just, they've gone into the match going, wait, well, you guys are heel, right? Oh, we'll work, babyface. Don't worry about it. No one cares. Yeah, Owen's like, I'll have that. I'll, I'll make it work. I'll make it work. Yeah, it's this beautiful but, boundary you kind of do where he's this funny heel. And still, so we do this. We had obviously, um, oh, was it uh, Pierre Lafitte? The the chaps they wrestled from AWA the week before. Sorry. Oh, sure. All, all, all Japan, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then they got the count out and you've yeah. got the injury angles and the count out. So they're still losing matches, but not losing the belts. And sure. again, you set a precedent, Owen. I wonder what's going to happen in this what? very uh un I mean, obviously Owen matches are very good, <laughs> but it's like I'm working with Crush and Farouk. Yeah. So last week Owen had a sore left knee. Yeah. So this week <laughs> Taking the piss out of Shawn Michaels. <laughs> sure. So, Vin, uh, just to clarify, during the match, Vincent throws a Brett picture in picture promo where he interviews uh, Brett about Shawn's announcement. And it is a delight. Oh, fuck me. This is great. Brett sighs, takes a deep breath, and goes, I find it um, saddening. <laughs> just like, Brett, Brett, <laughs> not even trying to hide it. Like, so funny he fucking hates him so much and it's just like he's no shits man he's a talented wrestler <laughs> goes on to hear that he's gonna hang him up <laughs> it's like it's a loss for everybody especially me <laughs> i miss out because this cunt is gonna put me over main event push gone he literally says it's a loss for everybody and then waits and goes especially me like, my belt's meant to be at WrestleMania 13. Yeah. Where's this cunt going? I put him over at WrestleMania 12. <laughs> Fuck, Beautiful. man. It's like Beautiful pissing, on the, pissing on the grave while the dirt's still just put on, you know what I mean? Like, And great. It's great for the flowers. <sighs> oh, it's fucking hilarious, man. Yeah, Decoded is just going, this little cunt's faking because he didn't want to put me over. <laughs> uh, Brett's word are empathetic, but he has no empathy for Sean whatsoever. No. And it was beautiful viewing. Glorious promo. Absolutely amazing. Compared to Sean's promo earlier in the night where he's like being a little crybaby and bitching about his knee. <laughs> Brett's like, this fucking prick. <laughs> yeah, so long, Sean. Bye. Yeah, sure. Don't let the door really slap is. you when you're on your way out. It's like he knows he's going to be back in a couple of weeks. Yeah. He's like, he's fucked up mania plans. But I bet, I bet again, Brett's a bit like, okay, I'll get to work Steve now. Yeah. That'd be nice. Sure. So, Vince asks Brett about wrestling Vader tonight. Brett's response is, he's wrestling, he's like, he's like wrestling a cement truck. <laughs> it's quite the statement. Uh, back to the match. Owen has gone full babyface, trying to get Boston to cheer for Bulldog. Uh, Bulldog gets a room temperature tag to Owen. Like, the crowd just do not give a shit when no. this hot tag happens. Uh, Owen throws, gets thrown to the outside by Crush. And Owen's hurt his right knee this week. Oh, no. He, Owen eventually tries to scramble up the ring, but he, he keeps falling down because his knee's so sore. Oh, poor Owen. And Owen gets counted out. So the winners are how many cues are there? Fruk and Crush, who beat down Bulldog and do a... How would you describe this? The Dominator? Yeah. Where he picks up Bulldog over his shoulder and kind of gently lays him and Bulldog goes, Oh, no! <laughs> He very, he's very gentle. Yeah. Yeah, like, the Dominator was fantastic. Yeah, Great finisher. High as fuck. I'm not slamming him on his head. He ain't going to wake up if I do, yeah. you know. Gently puts him down on his tummy box. Sure. Owen, though. Beautiful selling. Beautiful storytelling and consistent storytelling. Absolutely. But right. again, I, I've got memories of Mania 13. I 
don't remember what Owen does. So I'm excited to see where we go. Sure. There's this beautiful moment where Bulldog eventually kind of wakes up and stops selling because Bulldog, yeah, you know, it just completely isn't selling the finish whatsoever. Well, he had a nap. Beat down or nothing. Yeah, exactly. This is less than 10 seconds after that's happened. Yeah. He goes up to Owen, who's walking to the back, and Owen's limping. He's like, oh, come help me, Bulldog. So he puts his arm over Bulldog, leans him, stops and goes, well, hang on, walks back to the ring. <laughs> Owen picks up his slammies and goes, I forgot these. <laughs> Comes back. So good. Not quite the level of like, woo, behind Bulldog's back like last week, but still playing up. The, yeah. Is he injured? Is he faking it? Of course he's faking it. And it's the Shawn Michaels work into another work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've just realized he's doing this on the show where Shawn Michaels retired because yep. of his bad knee. Yep. Brett has been in his ear and be like, do the knee, switch the <laughs> knee, do the get the slammies, fake walk. I'd love to hear whether that was a thing. It yeah. must be. Must be. Because I can't really imagine funny. can't imagine that <laughs> Owen Owen and Baldwin are like, oh yeah, Sean, we love them. Mm. Sure. Yeah, I think they're very loyal to their family. Yeah. You know. Mm. Fecal four in your house. <laughs> Video promo. Fecal four. Fucking hell. Time for what Vince calls your raw Thursday raw main event. Fucks it up. Come back from the advert. Your Thursday raw Thursday main event of um, Vader with Paul Bearer versus Bret Hart. What a great main event on paper. Yeah. Bret gets some poppy pro- pyro. It's lovely. Uh, Bret gives his sonnies to a little girl at ringside. Well, he gives goes... who to what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in context, that's funny. Okay. So Bret gives his sunglasses, not his sunny. <laughs> Someone's sunny. Everyone's sunny. Everyone loves sunny. <laughs> Sonny's D's. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so Brett gives his sunglasses to a little girl at ringside and Vince goes, that's one happy young man. And <laughs> at that stage, Lawler was like, okay. <laughs> you ever been mistaken for the wrong sex in your life? Uh, luckily not. My daughter was a lot when she was growing up. It's like, oh, oh look at your little boy. How handsome. I was like, yeah, she's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was with kids a lot though. I was with Millie like a lot when she was growing up. I enjoy I to start with it was like, oh yeah, oh it's lovely being a parent. And then like tiredness kicked in. Sure. It's like, oh your little boy looks adorable. It's a girl. <laughs> push off the push chair. Thanks. It is almost impossible to tell at that age though. Yeah. Even like up to four or five, like it's still difficult to tell unless they're like wearing the clothes of their assigned gender, you know what I mean? <laughs> Are we allowed to say that anymore? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean that's the joke of it, I guess. whatever Um, kids (laughs) match is about to get started but a giant purple dong interrupts (laughs) (laughs) it's any number of wrestlers sorry Uh, it's uh, it's the undertaker um, but it's so badly lit Johnny Aubergine has arrived yeah sure I wasn't even sure whether it was actually him because it's so badly lit. Yeah, it was like, chains. You just see kind of like purple shadowy figure in yeah. this awful camera work. Did you see he was holding someone? Oh, no. Yeah, see, this is the thing. Like, I only noticed once I brightened up the picture because I was like, I can't see what's going on. He's holding Doc Hendricks by the throat cutting this promo. Oh. So the idea is that, you know, Doc's gone to interview Taker or something. Or so Taker's why gone. Taker, why are you coming out here? Exactly. It, it's a fucking awful promo. I mean, basically everything other than Brett's comedy lack of empathy and sean's sure. bullshit promo yeah. every promo on this card has been dog shit even even fair gorilla point. monsoon who yeah. is normally a sturdy like a safe pair of hands we're gonna have this fatal four match for the champ 
championship of match. the and the and then the winner will face the psycho the the Sid psycho at the main to uh, trip no, no yeah it's, it's not great no it is a bit like everyone's kind of panicking over the situation it's like oh we just got home sean even though he's not going to be here next week <laughs> well fucking idiots. yeah but they know he'll be there the following week <laughs> Yeah, and it just... Uh, JR goes, here's The Undertaker, as Austin runs down to attack Brett. Um, back from the ads, uh, Brett getting smacked around by a cement truck. Uh, venue so small, the smoke from the pyro is lingering. Must be impossible to breathe in there. Imagine yeah. working with this immense amount of like pyro smoke. Well, it's all right. You're working Vader. So it's... Rest hold. Yeah, no one's running anywhere. No. You know? uh, but randomly, uh, Brett just... I don't know whether you found this really off-putting. Brett just picks up Vader in a and power body slams slam him. And just boom, just body slams him for no fucking reason. It's ridiculous. I'm like, he's 400 pounds. called him a cement truck. <laughs> just like, Brett is so athletic and so strong, it's ridiculous. I'd love if, if he'd done like, the Hogan ear afterwards. A <laughs> 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 power slam with a guy like this is just like... With no context. Not, not at all. It's not even like been like the, the, the classic, like, if Bulldog was doing it, he'd try and lift him up for the running power slam and he'd collapse under Vader's weight. Nope. No, not Brett. Fuck you, power Brett. slam. Vader isn't helping. Brett just goes, right, I'm going to body slam you now. And just picks him up and like, okay... Yeah. All right, Brett. Thanks. <laughs> Post Leon. If not, you're going to land on your head. Yeah, fucking a man. Uh, really weird, unbrett like moment. Yeah. Then he can't get the sharpshooter on. Yeah. Because he's used all his power for the balance slam. I think Brett's off here. He does a Russian leg sweep and doesn't hook the leg. He just puts his leg across Vader and kind of goes, "Yeah, full back wrist." I wonder if it's genuine rage. I think it like is. he's turned up at the building and Vince has gone. So Brett, I need to tell you something. You know that thing we promised you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's like so angry. Like he, I know the promo, we laughed about the promo, but that's not a Bret Hart promo because it was very much like you said. Um, yeah, he's and, and he's trying not to be like he's a cunt. Yeah, absolutely. It's all through gritted teeth. Yeah, he, as I said, he's, he's, he's saying fan- empathetic words. He's, he's, he's a fantastic performer, and it's a, a really sad to see it. It's like when my wife apologizes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, your wife apologizes? Oh, I'd like to teach my but wife. That's the thing. No, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> she says the words. Doesn't mean them. Oh, no, we don't know? get there that far here. <laughs> Mrs. Tax Williams does not like to apologize. Sharpshooter eventually applied. Kids flood the aisle away. Security guard given up his job. Absolutely. It's not COVID secure there. Who's on the balcony tax? Sting! It's <laughs> Pat Patterson and Mike Yoda. And Stoke Austin Austin, but you know, yeah. This is a classic bit of footage with Austin trying to get to Brett and Vader in the ring over the balcony. From, yeah. Like the Manhattan. I always thought it was Manhattan Center. It's like the whole idea is like, okay, so I can't go the eye way. They're trying to block me off. I'm going to have to go and get him somewhere else. Yeah. Really lovely nice idea. idea. You can imagine the conversation before was like, I'm not going up there with all those fans. Yeah. Especially Bostonians. Like, they're no, like, do you know about like hockey fights and stuff? I understand hockey fights. I assume the Bostonians are vicious hockey fans who beat the shit out of other hockey well, players. Well, kind of, yeah. They're, they're literally, with the Boston Bruins, the, the team, they've literally ended up in brawls with the ice hockey players getting into the crowds and <laughs> stuff like this. Like, there's some amazing footage. They sound very um, Blood Bowl. Uh, yeah, yeah, literally as close as anything could be. So I think there's an element of of Austin going, look, I'll go up there and do the spot, but like, you know, Kyoda, Patterson, all these people have got to come and stand behind me just in case someone doesn't <laughs> yeah, shove me. Because yeah. there's no bound boundary no. or like railing or anything. No, it's health and safety didn't exist in 1997. Fucking A, it didn't. Uh, Vader up top, Brett down. Vader goes for the Vader salt, which is a 400 pound doing a moonsault off the top rope. That's why he can be power slammed, he's so light. On Raw? Yeah. 
TV, That's buddy. It's a 2.16 rating. Fucking A. But um, this is one of those things of... Spader's favourite night of the week. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Austin's, apparently. He doesn't have a good show tonight. <laughs> How do you feel about a £400 man doing a moonsault in 97? I think it's great. Okay. Same you know, thing. I think it makes everyone else's moonsault look like shit because look, Vader can do it. Nope. Okay. Because that's the, the, the Jim Cornette argument, I guess. Yeah, like when Matt Morgan's doing shooting star press, it's like you're seven foot tall, you shouldn't be doing shooting star press. Sure. But I always sit there and go, if the lad can... If, if I'm a 400 pound man, yeah. and I can do a moonsault and crush my opponent because of doing that, we'll finish them off. Because we all know a moonsault splash is better than a standard splash, sure. obviously. It's more momentum and Gravity and all that stuff. <laughs> then do it. I yeah. think... And, and if it works... That's great. I think it's uh, odd for a heel to do a big move like that, a big spooty high spot move. Especially when the focus is on Austin and Brett and Taker and all that sort of stuff. But you're against Bret Hart. You're showcasing your best stuff. Sure. You want to bring... And also, it's probably Bret said, and today you're going to do your Vader salt, I'm going to move, and I'm going to pin you. Nice. And Vader was like, yes, sir. Thanks very much. I love a crash and burn finish. Yeah. Doesn't happen often enough. Well, Flash Funk had one, didn't he, earlier in the series? Second or third one we've had this series? Yeah. But that's classic. You've crashed, you've burned. Because Mark Merrow did it as well. Yeah. Was that against Flash Funk or was that a different match? I think that was one against Flash Funk. Okay. And then Adam Cole fell over. Yeah. So crash and burn finish. (laughs) Adam Cole didn't get hit with a Rainmaker, so crash and burn, right? He should have been hit with... I I wonder if he was concussed. He was like, if I take that Rainmaker, I'm fucked. I think they really botched that because they went because that was like the third attempt in a row and he ducked every single rainmaker because we didn't get to see a rainmaker at all did we no but i wonder if that's by design of course it is it's okada you know how he works because when he hits it it has to be three the pop is gonna be a fucking masterpiece as well it's gonna be a real shame it's going it's not, to... not giving you the rainmaker in a full way this is okada we're talking about like you gotta pay for that shit it's not gonna be a rainmaker at a, new, uh, at a non-new japan show yeah sure where the fans will actually just giving away moonsaults on raw <laughs> that's why there's a difference i do like that the uh aw camera crew and Okada did his like stretch out arms did like the camera shot yeah i was like oh, very yeah. good they well almost done. forgot did you catch yeah. it it's a bit delayed yeah the cameraman went Oh shit, I did it really quickly. It's like he's not yeah. got the New Japan thing down. But again, like even AEW's very, very good camera work cannot compare to New Japan's. No. New Japan is 20 years of experience on yeah. all those camera ops. And oh my God, it's shot so uniquely. People don't understand how good New Japan is shot unless you watch it and really saying, pay attention. Saying that on this topic. So, do you know about the New Japan thing? It's always shot from the perspective of the person taking the abuse. So you're taking the move. So the, per- the camera will always be behind the person who's being hit sensible it's incredibly smart because it makes you empathize with everything that's happening because you are there yeah with that being said and we're now sort of near the end of this episode in 97 for raw how do you rate their production base obviously i said the video packages were good their camera work obviously missing stuff in the ring because obviously there's a lot going on in the crowd Mm. I know, again they're using their own crew and nitro using the um the tnt crew obviously 97 Raw, are they up to scratch? Uh, for 97, yes. Yeah. Um, the production is missing some things. Lighting is a real issue. Yeah. And the Canada show was a disgrace. Like, that lighting was awful. Uh, how in house show lighting, as we said. Yeah, but like almost worse. Like, we're yeah. going back to NWA, Rink and Yink, like one or two lights in the whole giant arena, but it's full of people smoking. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you get this horrible kind of like. 
mist yeah muddy kind of horrible looking like even when they cut to the commentators at this on this show and this small thing where they've got all control over the lights like it's very badly lit yeah um so there's issues there which nowadays the lighting is incredible like leds have changed the game because you don't have these boiling hot lamps everywhere that boil people's heads off and stuff it's just these cool lamps that do yeah different colors and different scales of lighting with no issues whatsoever it's really incredible how much it's changed everything um but the the camera work is so much better in 97 yeah compared to nowadays because they're less controlled cut 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 yeah It's not even necessarily the editing, even though that is a big difference. I much With prefer every it. punch you have to cut because yeah. that's you're feeling the blow like really? a Hollywood terrible blockbuster. Cut, cutting halfway through a finisher drives me fucking insane. Yeah. Can you imagine them cutting away from a Stone Cold Stunner in 97? You just wouldn't watch it. No. You'd be like, oh, you can't see the impact. You can't see that move happening. Like, I fucking hate that. Three cuts during like a finisher. is There's no need for that. In yeah. any way, shape, or form, just find the best angle and keep it on them for like ten seconds. Let them do the finish. Yeah. You know. Anyway, um, but yeah, so the camera crew in '97 are amazing. Like when Taker comes out, they lower the camera, and it's shot so beautifully. That the, the yeah. thing with Jake the Snake, where they would focus on his shadow yeah. and then pan up to Jake's, so it's like the ominous thing. Like everyone has something like that. Like when they should domination come out, the camera guy gets in between the guys, and so you feel like there's thousands of them. Yeah, you know, so you you come up and it feels like a mosh pit, like you're inside that group. As lame as they are at times, you know. Yeah, but it's 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 all thought about. It's processing rather than just this is how we shoot something. And exactly, and it's that in '97. I'm glad you said it because obviously, from my untrained eye, it's so much nicer in '97 because they said. Everything has a purpose. Every yeah. entrance feels different. The current product, yeah. everything is the same because it's all come backwards or, oh, look, we've got our ring post cameras. It's the that thing, thing with Billy into the camera, by yeah. the way, on Sunday was, was, was really smart. Which bit do you mean? When uh, Orange Cassidy threw uh, Will Ospreay into the, the, the corner post camera. Oh, yeah. Well, they actually damaged yeah, the camera and knocked it back. Yeah. you got to think Cassidy's had that in the back of his head for weeks. Yeah. He's been like, I'm going to save that for that moment. I think that was probably yeah. him. It seems like the original weird thinker that would come up with something like that. But yeah, but 97 WWE, everything has a purpose. It said, yeah, it's not yeah. polished, but obviously, we're, like you said, we're lacking that's technology. That's so good. And that's why it's raw. Yeah. It has mistakes which make it feel punk rock, which make it feel exciting. The biggest problem with Raw nowadays, to me, in terms of just purely production, is it feels so formulaic. It feels like watching an episode of the news or something. Yeah. I don't want to watch the news for entertainment. That's factual programming. Yeah. Raw shouldn't feel like that. No, it should, it, you should actually enjoy the experience. Yeah. Whereas it's three hours of the same shit. It should feel like a fight. Yeah. And it fucking doesn't at all. <laughs> Although, saying that and bringing back to this, having a 400 man do a moonsault is not a fight. But Brett, do, Brett, Brett being the... I can't beat him with my finish, so I'll make him beat himself. Is yeah. again Bret Hart classic. Just to clarify what I mean by that is, I mean f- purely in terms of the production. Oh yeah, I want them to do things that make me feel more like I'm involved in what's happening. Like you mean like I'm progress when it used to be progress? Sure, exactly. Before they discovered, you know, people had better production and went, "Oh, we'll just copy this because <laughs> yeah. it doesn't work." For them. Oh, I'm sure Brawley's really enjoying all that share money after both Jim and Glenn cash out for a lot more money than he did. Yeah. But then learn how to edit, you know, might be helpful. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> one, two, three. The winner is Brett the Hitman Hart because he rolls up Vader after the crash yep. and burn. Brett and Austin shang shit as Austin tries to get Brett by jumping over a balcony. <laughs> Super crazy. It's ridiculous. And we're out of here. What a lovely, weird, 
significant episode of Raw. Yeah, and again, soundbite, something for people who know of wrestling or the history of people like Shawn Michaels and Brett. Yeah. And this is one of the things that I was thinking about, as again, as we've progressed through this series. Imagine this generation of fans who like wrestling now who don't know about this. Yeah, I wonder. Because, you know, they, if they're coming in now or they've come in the last few years... They'll know about Triple H. They might know a bit about his old friend, Shawn Michaels, this old boy who's lost his hair. The old rival, you know. Yeah, yeah. the old rival, but he's still around. We know he works backstage at NXT because we've all like, we've all understand how the internet works. Sure. I wonder if they ever appreciate what we saw in 97 from a storyline perspective. And this is the thing, again, that we've we've always come back to. There's been nothing other than... As we, and we said this in the dra- the Dragon Run. Dragon's push to Mania, and looking back at it, that was fucking shit. Yeah, horrifically bad. The moment at Mania, the end moment at Mania, very good. The, the, the actual build to get there, shit. Yeah, it's funny how people look back at that like it was well told. Yeah. We can definitively say... It was not. Really was not. <laughs> Everything that surrounded it was fucking awful as well. Punk's promo up to Money in the Bank yeah. with him leaving. Yeah. Anything else? No. You go back in recent times from a WWE standpoint of these iconic moments that stand the test of time. Yeah. And the Brett Sean screw job is what people remember, but this I lost my smile. And if it was Vince colluding backstage and saying, Look, if I say you don't have to go to Brett, please will you go and get clean or just go and take three weeks off, stay, do nothing yeah. that may have saved Shawn Michaels' life, is when you start I mean I think it's definitely Shawn Michaels a prick and didn't want to work Brett and it's just coincidence like, as we've discussed it today. Yeah. But I genuinely think that this was pivotal and this was pivotal in Austin's I th- career. I think it's Because if this that. not happened, okay. we would have had Brett Shawn at Mania 13, which means yeah. Brett and Austin never would have happened. 100%. It's very, very interesting to ask those conversations, Ben. Surely, in, in those questions, sorry. But in terms of just purely Brett and Sean and the story that we've been focusing on this whole time, is this the catalyst that leads to bad happening? Because they they don't like each other and they kind of talk shit, a lot of Brett talking shit, like personal stuff. A lot of Sean being like, this fucking old guy, you know, trying to create a career for himself. You can see that perspective. But I feel like this is the time where Brett's like, you broke the code. Well, you saw it with the match with Vader. Mm. He's been thrown already by the the lack of perceived, well, the perceived lack of professionalism from Shawn Michaels. And he's like, you've absolutely fucked me. So uh, going back to the Canadian thing again, there's a thing with hockey whereby it's called the code. It's literally like, you know, there's a code of like, you know, if, if we have an issue on the ice. We must fight. Yeah. And what you don't do is you don't go up behind someone and hit them with a hockey stick. Yeah. You know, you turn face to face, you drop your gloves, you fight each other. And that's Brett's, Brett's, I think Brett's from Calgary. This is his perspective. You yeah. know what I mean? He's grown up fighting people. He's the son of Stu Hart. God's sake. I'm sure he's had to like fights at school his whole life pretty much, you know? And so there's a, there's a weird, like a broken mentality that comes along with that sort of person usually, you know? I'm just assuming from knowing Brett like as a fan and everything. I think Sean's, it's a childish point of view if he is faking it. Yeah. If he's not faking it, then it's a very sympathetic kind of position to be in. Yeah. 
I don't think Brett for a second thinks he's not faking it. No I, chance. He's absolutely convinced this guy is fucking me. And that's it. Like that's the that's the line. You do you, I'm not giving you anything anymore. Well, you know, we get this, we get sunny days, we get all of this stuff. Oh, that is all coming up. Exactly. <laughs> but that's the thing, but as you said, for it's interesting that you say this is the catalyst for the Brett being fucked off Sean and Brett yeah. going to WCW. So it's been fairly okay to this point. It's been I'd say there's animosity, but there's professional there's professional courtesy of the I don't like you, but we can make a lot of money. Sure. Whereas now it's not about money. It's about you fucked with me. Oh yeah. And now I'm done. And I, I think that's a really interesting perspective put on it because this is, you know, we'd start to talk about when does the attitude era start? This is where it's gone from professional to personal this night here on Thursday or Thursday. Yeah. Like I've lost my smile. What an insulting thing to say to, to a Vince McMahon and to a, Bret Hart that you're meant to be putting over in a couple yeah. of weeks, you know? Like, you, from from Sean's perspective, like, what if he is injured? Okay, yeah, that's fucked up. That's horrific. But I don't think he was. No. I think he knows he's not that badly injured, in my personal opinion. I wonder whether what, what he would say about this nowadays. I don't think I've ever heard him interviewed about this particular mm. thing. I think if he was, he would stick to his guns even nowadays with this whole, you know, finding Jesus and everything. But like, yeah, fuck, man. Well, did he find him with his smile? <laughs> G- Jesus, the smile thief. But what a quote. Yeah. We've thrown that around, what, a million times over the yeah. years? Like, between wrestling circles, it's like, oh, I've lost my smile. You know exactly what that means. It means I'm not fucking working this cunt. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm injured. It means, nah, I'm not coming to school today. And just so you know, for the 27th of July, for Lockdown Wrestling, I've lost my smile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whether we're prejudiced against that because we've kind of like used it in that terminology for such a long time. Yeah. But again, I again, like in ring this show, not great. Rocky Awful. winning the IC title. Really good though. Great opener. On paper, the card is insane. Yeah. Didn't work out that way. <laughs> no, but, but even again, and again, I don't know if it's just because like new gen is something I'm enjoying so much. Yeah. It's watchable shit. It's not like when we're doing Aces and Eights where it's a case of this is dog shit and it's not really good. Yeah. It's because everything for the stories they're trying to tell had a purpose. Yeah. We've got to have the nation looking strong. So they've got their Armour Johnson feud going. We've continued Owen with his injury angle and like, oh, sorry, Bulldog, I can't do this. We're setting up the pay-per-view. For it's the- astonishingly consistent. And we've split up. We've got the same thing. We've got a main event with four wrestlers, both of which have their storylines. You've got Brett and Austin. You've got Taker and Vader. And Sid's on the peripheral because he's got the title shot of whoever wins sure. to win the belt. It's all very logical. Yeah. And... Logic works. Yep. Again, promo-wise, the promo, obviously, it's iconic. It's a four-cornflake promo. Brett's promo included in this is hilarious, so that adds to the four-cornflake. But as a wrestling show, it's two. So yeah. for me, it's a three-cornflake because it meets in the middle. Literally doing the exact same mass in my head. Yeah. Yep, three-cornflakes because of that exact reason. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Where are we next week? We're at the pay-per-view, aren't we? We're in your we house. Fecal four-way <laughs> for the belt. <laughs> Uh, we've got a whole bunch of stuff yeah, coming up. It's going to be really, really fun. Uh, really, it's like we'll just get that show out of the way and then we'll get into the really good stuff with Brett and Sean. So yeah. we'll it's, see where it goes. WrestleMania 13, I think, is going to be really, really fun. No, it's not. Because it's a bunch of shit. But one very, very, very notorious match. Mm. I can't wait to see where this goes, man. It's going to be great. I'm really hoping WrestleMania 13 is better than you remember it, at least. 
<laughs> I guarantee if it's better than I remember it, it's still going to be shit. Where can we find you on social media, bud? Uh, at the Tex Williams, I am um, doing stand-up comedy on Thursday night. Let's go. Who knows? I'm probably wrestling for Lockhorn Wrestling on the 27th of July in Margate. Hey, hometown show. Um, hey. And But most importantly, follow our pod at World of Rest Pod. Are you from Ashford? No. You're from Margate? No. I'm where I live now. I now reside here. It's like Miro. Oh, is that? Nashville, oh, okay. I see show. where you're going with that. Okay, that, that got me for a second. How yeah. dare... I mean, I don't think in the farmland of the marsh we could find a suitable wrestling venue to house like my webbed feet family. <laughs> <laughs> they call it trash for a reason. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, yeah, at Fanboy Rich on the old Twitter machine. Yeah, rest all parts of my name. Blah, 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 blah. But yeah, like, subscribe, because if you like this level of bullshit, it's going to get even better as we go on. Yeah, genuinely, like... Um, so, just to throw it out there... Because we've been a little less consistent than we were with our previous few storylines, you know, the viewer numbers kind of go up and down and stuff. Hmm. We have the best, most solid hundred or so people that listen every single Hmm. week, no matter what we do. And then it flows up and down. So thank you genuinely to all those people that listen. Like, you know, uh, I, I, I love that you listen to us. Like, we don't need you to. It's fine. It's just a fun thing we do every week. But fuck, man. We've got the most loyal fan base in the world, I think. So Four years in. Yeah. And genuinely, four years to still get the numbers that we get. Sure. I'm really, really happy. And as you said, like, inconsistencies, you know, thanks for sticking with us. We will try, you know, life with our silly lives and jobs. Yeah. It's amazing that from four years, how much it's changed. Obviously, I've gone from, sure. like, that shitty accounts practice <laughs> to about to be, like top level exec in yeah, like a billion dollar company yeah and you from doing your wedding edits to sending a lovely email to ollie yeah and uh i wonder whether i should read that email out one day oh definitely because i was very very drunk i think and i'll throw it out there and he won't do it we should get ollie to do a pod and you should open with that email oh me and ollie are like we get on really, really well. Yeah. We could absolutely get Ollie yeah. on a pod. Get so. Ollie to come and do a pod. Get him cool. to pick a show. As long as we don't make him watch wrestling, <laughs> <laughs> then he'll be fine. You know, so for, so just to throw it out there, fuck it. We're not Mate, like that can we get Ollie to do that WCW show with us? Oh, we probably can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He'd probably watch something like that. It, he's a very, very busy man. Yeah, of course he is. His company is very expanding. Yeah, going through lots of changes at the moment. So it's even uh, my, my, my work relationship with him is can you just talk to Laurie instead of me every time at the moment, which is absolutely fine. Me and Laurie get on. He's the head of my post-production side of the business, right? It's like, I don't really communicate with Ollie when it comes to actual business stuff. We just chat about films and shit, mostly. Um, But I I gave you a little bit of an insight in the pre-product, it was, that the the company's kind of split into two sections of people. People that, like, adore pro wrestling and grew up on it, watch it all, like me, like Tempest, like even Pete and people like that as well. Yeah, There's a side of the business where people are just kind of are on the fringes of wrestling and they like it and all that sort of stuff. I'm saying this very nicely. Yeah. Much nicer than I did earlier. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, they're not like, the biggest fans in the world and stuff. Ollie is press. Yeah. He's one of us. You know, he, may well, not he, watch he, he does week, so much for British wrestling. It. He yeah. does so much for the wrestling business. And he is emotionally invested as any human being has ever been invested in wrestling. Yeah. Watch that CM Punk moment. The punk know. return, I was yeah, going to say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He cried for like three days over that. Oh, amazing. <laughs> but that's, that's what it means. And that's Absolutely, why I, that's yeah. why I think WrestleTalk does so well. Because it's run it's by people genuine. who are passionate about it. It's run by fans for fans and yeah, stuff like that. I absolutely. Agree and also that. for yeah. monetary gain. Well, there is that. Because <laughs> it's well. a business. Yeah, sure, sure. Awesome. Yeah, well. It's my wage, man. I'm not complaining. You know, 100%. bought me a house. Yeah. Um, and at some point, he'll use the correct accounting software. <laughs> <laughs> 
You've got a COO now and everything. Yeah, there you yeah. go. So, Ollie, a last thing, I promise. Uh, Ollie, uh, officially on emails, everything was all ch- always chief goofball at WrestleTalk. But he's got a proper corporate title now. He's the CEO. Yes. <laughs> the best one is Luke comes along. So, everyone's got proper management titles now because we had to for like corporate reasons. Of course. Um, so, we have a COO, we have a CEO. And then Luke gave his little presentation about new stuff we've got on the horizon, which I can't spoil, obviously. It's very, very private. Um, but we have new channels and all sorts coming, like in different realms, which is really, really fun. That's probably more than I should say. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Anyway, uh, I'm hoping it offers anyone listen to this. <laughs> I'm awful. I'm worse than Cody in the box. Um <laughs> But Luke comes on and he's like, everyone's talking about their new roles and everyone's got like, you know, I'm head of post-production, I'm line manager, I'm COO, CEO. Luke is our general manager player. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to book this meeting to a tag team. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, we officially have a general manager. Oh, amazing. Well, on the subject types, as of uh, midnight, well, technically midnight Thursday. Hey, yeah. I am the head of product compliance and industry engagement for my uh, organization that I work for for the UK. That's a title, man. It is Very quite well the done. title. Um, I said to you previously, you've more than earned it, dude. I have certainly logged on occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I say that and I look at look and going, I am so popular. I am 16 minutes late for my next, my 10 o'clock meeting. That's cool. But, you know, Warren, if you're listening to this podcast still, I'll be online shortly. Because <laughs> we broadcast live? <laughs> well, that, that, I mean, from four years, like, thinking about it, like, when we did the live stuff with the video sure. and the stream as well. What a waste of time that was. Fuck me. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll say what I was going to say off air because I don't want to be rude to people. Ah, that's cool but was. amazing. Um, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week for Bye Cool 4. Why am I waving at the microphone? Because it loves you. Bye. Bye. Thursday Raw Thursday. We can take it, baby. You got to penetrate in the back, in the back, baby. Oh, I can see what you talk. Wait just a minute. And I don't pose too well for uh, girly books.